1: Welcome to the Blitz podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mr. Kane Schwartz. It feels good to be talking football again. Uh, We missed the podcast at the end of last week uh, because, you know, uh, two of us at least are in the midst of our college uh, fall semesters um, for college. So, you know, that tends to get in the way at times. Theoretically, I'd like to get out with a degree here. Like, that's the plan. But you know, so sometimes I have to make slight sacrifices, but feels good to be I'm fucking ready to talk about some more football today. Um it's been building up since we didn't do the podcast. How you boys feeling? I'm hype. Tyler.
0: Yeah, doing great. Doing great. Um actually gonna be going to my first home Vikings game this upcoming week against the Bears. Uh so excited for that. Got some great seats. Um so be definitely be looking into Blitz Pod Instagram, uh, gonna be doing a little takeover and show showcasing, uh, that absolutely gorgeous stadium. Yes, I'm biased, but I think US Bank is probably in one of the top five, top six stadiums, um, as far as not only amenities but just how it's laid out, where it's where it is in the city and everything else. So um, I've heard nothing but incredible things. So I'm excited to experience it. And yeah, man, just another week. You know, week four was freaking crazy again. I mean, it started. You know, Sunday with the double mm. doink in London and uh, double doink part part two, I should say. Um, and, there, and there were just seemed like crazy finishes, uh, close games. It, and the parody is ridiculous in the NFL. Literally any team can beat any team any single week, it seems like. So, um, yeah, excited to be back with you boys talking some football. And I'm excited. To okay, yeah, in.
1: man. Jaden, you ready to uh, run it back on our power rankings? Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling good. Um. Mm-hmm.
2: finally got we're starting the Kenny Pickett experience okay, man. it's so, an exciting time we'll talk about and that I'm
1: officially knee deep head deep into the Carson Wentz experience <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah we'll talk about I'm that first. and more later on but as we did last week we are going to put together our week 4 power yeah now that week 4 is past, week 4 power rankings week 5 power rankings whatever you would like to consider them but after week four's action, we're going to take last week's power rankings that we put out and we're going to edit them right here in the tier maker on the podcast live. So without further ado, let's dive into it, boys. So uh, first one that I got is, oh, geez, this is, this is going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I think that the Chiefs move ahead of
0: the Bills. After their performance on Sunday night. I agree. And I agree. I agree. Now, now this question will be answered not this week, but next week because bills play at the chiefs next week. Good point. Good point. And
1: then I got the bills.
0: So it'll be for It'll be basically for this week, maybe obviously going into next week, and then we'll we'll have our deciding factor on who that team is. Because the Chiefs play the Raiders at home on Monday night, and the Bills play the Steelers. So if they both win, I, I don't know what their schedule is next. Uh, or Yeah, and then they would be playing each other next week. So it's looking like we're going to have two four and 4-1 teams uh, if they both win, facing off, and that's going to be once. I mean, that game's always good between those two teams, and it's yeah, going to be sure. great. I mean, a rematch of probably the best football game we've ever seen last year. So, yeah, I was looking at, uh, and it's in Kansas City again. And I was looking at, t- and they're like 260 270 for the cheapest ticket. So, I mean, it's, it's the most expensive ticket uh, for the Chiefs this year by far. And, I mean, it doesn't surprise yeah, me whatsoever.
1: Sure. Now, we run into the hottest team in football, the only team that is and 4-0 right now, and that is the Philadelphia Eagles. The only car, I mean, obviously they belong at three. Do they hop in front of the Bills? Do
0: they? Do they? I was going to say, I, yeah. I, would, I would probably put them in front of the Bills. The it's one thing so the Bills close. did last week that I will give them credit, they finally won a close game. They were 0 7 in the last seven in games decided by one possession. So they finally got that monkey. Came off back, their back too, big like, time. That was not, yeah, came back. I mean, like everybody seems to do against the Ravens, but that wasn't like a convincing victory to me. You know, like the Ravens were up 20 to 3 in that game and, and they scored however many was 20 unanswered or whatever um but i think the eagles are just the the, the injuries that the bills have suffered i think the eagles are a more complete team
1: yeah i mean so far it's it's tough to measure just because of all the preseason hype for the bills but i mean on paper they're the only 4 no team right now in football and they look like it so i thought it was going to be a test for them the Jags, and i do think that the weather had a lot to do with the eagles winning obviously um because their run game was able to flourish but I don't know, Jaden. What do you think?
2: I in mine. I still have Buffalo at two. Um, probably starting about early in the second quarter. They dominated for the rest of the game, and like you even look at their one loss against Miami, they outgained them something crazy, like four fifty to one ninety in yardage yeah. against Miami. So, plus with the with the temperature there, obviously from being from Buffalo, that's something you got to deal with, but. You could say that's probably a reason why they started to wear down later in the game. I know the injuries that are that happened to Micah
0: Hyde. Um, that I think they had forty them. minutes of possession and in that game. Just Trey which White insane? They had ninety. There's, yeah, they had ninety plays for four hundred and ninety-seven oh yards. The Bills did in in that Dolphins game. But Josh Allen threw the ball. Or he, yeah, he threw the ball sixty-three <sighs> times. It's ridiculous to me.
2: Yeah. But we're gonna start seeing the uh, the IR guys come back because we're now in week five. The IR is week four weeks, so we're gonna start seeing those guys come back. I don't know if Tredavious White is gonna be playing this week, but obviously if he does, that's a huge boost for them. I could totally see the argument for affiliate too. Like I- I'm with that if that's what you guys want to do. I have Buffalo too, but I, I feel like we just two, got gotta what
1: you like hats off to the Eagles. Let's put them at two for now because really we'll know next week with the deal list because when the Chiefs pay the Bills, we'll know. But for now, okay. let's side the only 4-0 and team in football to the number two spot. Now we run into a list of teams that really need to go down, and I'll just go off the list. I think the Dolphins need to go down, the Ravens, the Bucks, and the Rams. Yeah,
0: honestly.
2: Oh, I moved the Ravens up. Oh, I can't. I, I moved cannot. the Ravens to four.
0: And it yeah, and, and this is why see, listen, I don't disagree with Jason here is because it, look at the teams that are behind them. Like, yeah, the Packers won, but like against a third string quarterback and that was not convincing at all. The Bucs, they did not look good. The Rams, that is a team yeah. that if we want to really get into it, I, I think they have got some extreme problems in, in Los Angeles with the Rams. And we talked about it week one, talking about after that Bills game, that offensive line, and it continues to present problems even without Eric Armstead, the 49ers were able to get pressure with four guys pretty and that easily secondary is so night. bad so i think that's a that's secondary is that so thing. bad yeah that yeah. Th- that team is is got some big question marks so i agree with jaden on that as far as bumping bottom yeah. to four
2: that's why yeah because the ravens just kind of fell up by default like they 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 lost
0: but you think about it the they ravens, lost on here, like here's, here, two plays here, here's a like, stat the ravens have trailed Miami. for 14 seconds this entire year and their, their defense
1: field. is so horrific like, I don't think that we can move them up yeah. with their performance that they had again on Sunday.
2: Yeah, but who? Okay. I can't, I can't confidently say that Green Bay is better than them because their defense is also horrific. For a team that, like, when we came into the season, we were saying that <coughs> the defense is going to have to carry this team with the weapons not really being there, and Rogers is just going to make a play when he needs to. It shut, it shut down the box at the most part. It shut down the bucks for the most part. I feel like every game they've been a part yeah, but that's okay, the Bucks practice squad with Tom Brady. The one team... but the- and I mean, like, Bailey Zappi. It, 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 that's the worst group of playmakers in the league with the worst quarterback, 100% the worst quarterback so, that started in a game or ended up playing in a game. I know, I get the
1: argument. Like, you look at the teams behind them the in that first tier and it makes sense to move Baltimore up, but we do have some tier two teams that should be in that top tier, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, I think... The Niners are up there. The, the, the Niners are up would, there. The yeah. Chargers are up there. And the are up there, in my opinion. The,
2: chargers aren't up there, The dude. Chargers. The, yeah, no. I'm, not, I'm not either. I'm, I'm not but ready the, to move the, the Chargers niners, back, Well, the injury Just problems, yes. of the injury San problems, Fran, and they I, I, Dex, really like I
0: mean, San after Fran. their performance last night. I think, I think, I think you could put – I think San Fran could have an argument to be ahead of the Ravens. I really intrusive I think that that's what should be the case. San Fran's 2-1. If you want me to be honest, because what? we're not counting that Bears game, we we literally cannot. We talked about the bad weather this past week. Nothing compared to what that weather was in Chicago when uh, in Week One. I mean, Elijah Mitchell was out. I don't even. I didn't even look at any of the other statistics because it was just a wash of a game, quite for, literally and figuratively. Um, but I think San Fran is, in my opinion, one of the more complete teams, even with Jimmy G. I. I He's going to manage the game. He's going to do what he needs to do. He's going to get the ball to Debo, Kittle, and Ayuk, and, and their line's pretty We've good. I mean, their line held up really well last night against, against a, a very good front with with uh, Los Angeles, and that was they made, Trent Williams. So, like, Trent Williams comes back. And right. Just they made the
1: game. NFC Championship last year in a much more difficult NFC. Like, it's going to be...
0: They've made it, like, what, two of the last three yeah, years? I think so. Or, three two of the, not, the last I mean, three, three straight, but yeah they Kyle, Kyle Shanahan knows what to do I'll, yeah. I'll give him that so
1: yeah I, I'm I like the Niners in front of the Ravens and then the Packers I like that and then mm, do the Bucks? are we moving I think
0: yeah the, the Bengals, Bengals move up. up I think the Bengals should so move up.
1: I I move
0: the okay. Bengals up and I move yeah because Dolphins you have down. to factor in right the two of injury yeah. with this because now that
2: yeah, he's probably out at least two weeks just because of all the backlash and stuff. They're going to hold him out even when they, you know, may not need to if this whole situation was, if this whole media storm wasn't happening. Oh, um, no, no, no. I do have Tampa mm. in front of Green yeah, Bay. Go ahead. Make the argument. I know. Look, what we, what played when Green Bay played Tampa on Sunday, that is not the Tampa that they're going to have for the rest of the year. They had... Virtually, they had essentially what Green Bay had. But now they're getting back.
0: Those were their top three in that game.
2: Yeah, and now they have Chris Godwin and Mike Evans both coming back in the same week. And Julio, Chris Godwin looked great. I think he had. I think he caught seven. They are going to have targets. Mike Evans. I will say the Godwin
0: Mm -hmm. Godwin came out of that game for a little while too. I mean, guys, just I hate to use the term injury Mm -hmm. prone, but like he's exactly it. I mean, first it was recovering from torn ACL. Then it was a hamstring. This past game was a shoulder. I think
2: they're forcing I mean, him back to everything. Soon. I I think, I mean, they're they're asking if he was on a team that was like, like if he was on the Jets or the Falcons or something, Agreed. he wouldn't be playing right now. It's the urgency that comes with being on a Tom Brady team. That's kind of forcing him back probably a little bit too soon than he should be. Uh, and Green Bay, man, I, I just have not been like overly impressed with any of their wins it's so far. because like said, it's they, because they they the beat, packers define their offense with the rucks
1: team like it now that they have aj Dillon and aaron jones and aaron Rodgers is on the backside of his career with not that many weapons to throw to it's it's a run-based offense and that's always not going to look sexy it doesn't look like the classic packers sure but they're winning football games
0: i mean barely <laughs> like that is a win that yeah, yeah. The, the Packers are winning If challenges, Bailey Zappi was tomorrow. the starter, so don't, don't. If, I'll, I'll tell you this: if, if, if Bailey Zappi was the starter going into that game, the Packers would have been favored by two touchdowns.
1: Okay, that's fair.
0: I mean, they were still a ten they were still a ten point favorite, and they sneaked out of that. I mean, sneak they were they were one Bailey Zappi yeah. completion away from losing that game on that third down at the end of regulation. They were that freaking close to losing that game.
2: And they're one two point conversion away from losing to. Tampa Bay or going to overtime against Tampa Bay and it's a coin flip. You're one win on the season, Chicago. We'll
0: talk about I mean, we could talk about that, whether or not he got in or not. I mean, that was close as well. It's the NFL. It's parody. You can I'm not gonna say you can Yeah.
2: And I mean we're not I we can't play the what if game to a certain degree, but like that's why I don't feel as good about Green Bay, especially as I did coming into the season. Like I think I had them as my number one ranked defense and (sighs) I, I mean um, they look like, like a middle
0: of the bag. The pack, other you thing know. with Green Bay, the, well, the other the com the, the conversation between the two bays here, Tampa and Green Bay. Tom Brady is about to yes. be a single man. And you better believe that this guy is gonna come. I was looking at the lines, you know, for this upcoming week, and they're eight and a half point favorites against the Falcons, and we can talk about them too. But I was like, damn, I was like, the Falcons, I, I kinda like that line. Like, pl- give me eight and, and a half is. and the Falcons, like they're playing they're playing some good ball that's and then this news points, came man. out about yeah. Brady and I was like oh no they're winning this game by 21 maybe 28 they they're, he's it's going to be absolutely ridiculous how bad they are okay
1: gonna i can tell game. you guys really love the bucks and that's cool like that's it. i'll play the devil's advocate here their running game lenny does not look good um he has not looked like the lenny of uh, last year and without yeah, the threat of a run in, game in, in and giving shot, it to a 45 year old man to throw 50 times in a game i don't think that's going to withstand for the rest of the year
0: I know he fumbled the opening snap, but I really like Rashad White. I think he could be the difference maker in that offense. I know we're talking about Lenny, but who's the person that can take some of that off of Lenny's shoulders is him, Is Rashad White. And he's a receiving back, too, so he can absolutely catch his passes he out can. of the backfield. I don't know if Giovanni Bernard's coming back. I know he's been hurt. Um, I, don't, I don't know what his status is. But I think that that is going to make a complete difference with this offense is incorporating him more into the offense and taking the load off of Lenny and almost being like a goal, maybe not a goal line, but like a red zone back for Lenny or, you know, um, game flow as far as like if they're up running the ball with Lenny. But you put those tight end. I mean, you put those wide receivers now on the field with, with a solid running back, in my opinion. Um, I think that this offense is going to really start clicking. And you got to think that that defense is going to be pissed off about what just happened this past week that is not the bucks D. they got absolutely yeah, shredded they did
1: i just i don't know given like it sounds nice and rashad white did get a lot of playing
0: time on sunday i will i'll i'll do this I, I will agree with you on the bucks on where they are right now but like next week i would sure i would absolutely probably move them up if both if both teams win i i okay if we're i'm not cool with that i'm cool Bay, with that that's front, cool
2: i think they have to be in front i of agree
0: of with Green. that
1: Okay,
2: yeah, me And too. then that's – I'm good with the first here. Right. after. so
0: you don't, think there, you don't think there's an argument for Minnesota to be in, in front of Cincy? No.
1: Nope. I mean, if you want to make the argument, I mean,
0: I don't. <laughs> I don't. Nope. <laughs> so let me ask you this because the Vikings schedule, the next four games are against the Bears at the Dolphins, maybe without Tua, Cardinals in Minnesota, and then at the Commanders. Could be looking at seven and one. Are, are we still just going to underestimate them because of the teams they beat?
2: <laughs> yeah, but with the way that yeah. the Vikings play, you could be looking could at be. like four and four. Exactly. And I'm not,
0: not basing there. these power I, I rankings
1: off of you, but... like ease of schedule going forward. Like,
0: I agree.
2: Yeah, and that's that's why I'm not. That's why I'm hesitant to move them into the top eight because of that like because of i just i don't trust them they look good to win
1: and they games. beat the saints just like in a close game which they, they almost something. lost
0: to it's a in london man anything okay. happens in london they had, they had some, uh, some breaks in that game absolutely, absolutely they, they got, out got some there breaks too. in that game i'm not going to disagree and against <laughs> the same the Lions, team I mean, that absolutely could belong then in the you, bottom
1: tier once we get there it's, it's pretty bad New one yeah the saints yeah, I mean, I do too. They have no had them in their game.
0: With no weapons, with no weapons this past week. They play Seattle this week. Big game for them. Yeah, big, for big sure. game. For All them. right, let's move on to. Uh, and yeah. big and big game. Big game for the right. pod uh, division Ooh. winner, Carlay, because the Saints is really and truly the only one where we're like, hmm, that's the only one that kind of. Because the Colts are only like mm-hmm. a game out of first. The Saints are technically only a game out of first. And then we have the Eagles, the Vikings, yeah. the Bills. And one more, Eagles, Vikings, Bills. I, don't, I, I know no, we didn't. didn't touch the AFC North. Yep. Rams, the Rams, the Rams are tied for first. Yeah, I don't, I don't like, like the like direction that. they're heading. But it.
1: about to say I don't, I
2: don't like, I don't know how I feel about that one either. But they get the Panthers right, this week.
1: Let's move on to the yep, next tier Viking. of teams that we got here, and looking at the list, um, I'd probably put, uh, okay. I'm going to move the Chargers up. The Falcons Falcons need to be in Yes, I agree. I agree. Yes. So let's bump them up. They're five points away from being undefeated. I mean, they've been playing spectacular football. I made a strong argument for the Falcons last week, and they just further
0: proved it beating the Browns. I I think – I know Corderell got hurt, but, like, I I think that they are – they are, they are going to be that team that is going to make some noise and sneak in as a six or 7th seed yeah. in the NFC. With how I effective really, that offensive
1: that. line is, like with their run game, like, I mean, Tyler Algier, he was supposed to, be, he was a dog in college. Like, he was a dog. But, like, Mariota looks
0: looks mm-hmm. good. Like, he looks, yeah. he looks, solid. for what they're depending like, on I, him I have to no do. No complaints. Like, you know, there were, he looks good. There were talks of, of Desmond Ritter, you know, hopping in and, and maybe taking that job from him. And there's been, that's been completely yeah, suffered. I I let me hear you. let me hear your argument Jaden.
2: For them to be in tier 2 I think is I think that's just with the roster talent I'm, that they have. I just I can't.
0: With what I'm with putting what them in front of easily field. in front of the Tampa, Browns and in front of the Lions.
2: I do think that they do I would put it Well, we're going to I'm moving the I'm moving the Lions down hmm. pretty far in mine as well, but the Falcons I just, I don't trust what they're doing. I do think that they are somewhat of a good matchup for Tampa Bay because the way that they run the ball can kind of get Devin White leaning and could maybe create some big plays because Devin White does have a problem with diagnosing the run game. But I don't know. I, I don't trust a team because eventually there's going to be a team that forces Mariota thro- to throw the ball consistently. I think Mariota completed like seven passes on Sunday,
0: but I mean, I I, I would put them in front of the Broncos.
1: Yeah, I would put them in front of the Broncos. Now, where do we want to put the Broncos, by the way? Like, do they move down to that third tier now? After losing to the only 0-3 team in football? I, oh, I got, I mean. I'll probably put them at the bottom of tier two for now. I'll put them ahead of the Browns, but. Yeah, it's, it's close, man. I, I just, ugh, it's close. But I would put the Falcons in front of the Broncos for sure. Where, do we want to drop the Broncos to tier three? Or is that too.
0: I think, I think the Falcons <laughs> should be on the back, at like the very last spot of tier two.
1: Okay, so behind the Broncos, I'm definitely putting them in front of the Browns.
0: No, I think the Broncos should be in tier three, in my opinion. What do you think?
1: I think that they should, too. I know There's that Jaden's no a lover of offense, the Broncos because he argued. I mean, lover's a strong word. You did argue pretty hard for them to stay in that second tier last week. So, Jaden, do you have your thoughts changed on that at all?
2: I have them at 15. Um, they, They've got some problems. They're not at 15. They, they really do. It's lower than that. But...
0: I would take the Falcons over the Broncos yeah, right now. Me too. I just
2: I I I can't. I can't take I can't take the Falcons and Mariotto and what they're doing passing the ball right. Like Russell Wilson hasn't looked good, but he but The Falcons has don't need to pass. The not ball. good passing the That's ball. That's like that so far.
1: Somebody's going to make them pass the ball. That if offensive played, line is really fucking good.
2: The Rams like, St.
1: If they can keep creating holes for their run game like that
2: it's it's got some under it's got some underrated pieces and it's but they played seattle and cleveland who cleveland surprisingly their defense has been really not good this year like it it, it's not been as good as you would have expected it to be
0: miles this week they didn't have garrett or Clowney
2: yeah and that's part of the thing like that's why i don't feel good about atlanta like they beat a brown the browns without miles garrett they beat the seahawks whose defense is second worst in the league to detroit
0: seahawks beat the broncos Mm -hmm. In
2: week
1: one,
0: <sighs> yeah, but in that both both games in Seattle. I know it was a. I know it was a that game, an emotional be, be game. True. Yeah, yeah, but oh, I get that. That should like... be
1: no excuse. That should be no excuse. Russell should go out there in front of his old fans who gave him so much shit before the game, booed him basically off the field, and he didn't do anything. So I,
0: they did, they did fumble it twice yeah. at
1: the without Javante. Now, without basically a, a threat of a run game, mm, yeah, I'm putting the Falcons above. Boom, there it is, two out of three. Okay,
0: uh, but I think I think the Broncos. I I still think the Broncos should be in tier three, and I think the Browns should be in tier three, and I think the Cowboys. Yes, should I be totally in tier two. agree with 100%. that. Hundred percent. I think the Cowboys, need and to I be think moved that the I Cardinals agree. need to be moved I think, up. And 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 this is, I agree with that as mm-hmm. well. No. <laughs> here's Dude. here's here's my question barely with in the shot a win against the panthers here's my question with the cowboys do you guys actually think there's a quarterback controversy? yes
1: yes absolutely because you laughed at me in the chat that was really funny uh when you said uh hot take time i said it when he started his first game i was like cooper cooper rush throws a better ball than Dak. like from what i've seen and you laughed and i was like okay
0: Cooper Rush is four four and zero as a starter and four four zero against. The
1: only Swing, Dallas Cowboys so. quarterback in history to start his career four and zero. So, I think there is legitimate quarterback commentary. I don't.
0: I, I think that when 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 Dak comes back and he's healthy, I think Dak gets the job. I don't think that that's. I, I think that it's going to happen. I I don't think that there's and and you can sit here and say that it might not, but. Money rules everything. They're not paying Dak this much money to be a backup quarterback, no matter how good Cooper Rush might be. Yeah, and he comes back and he's healthy. It is the I Cowboys, but it, it is, is the a Cowboys. conversation. It is a conversation. It is a conversation, at least, which is a great thing for the Cowboys and a great thing for Jerry Jones that this is actually a conversation because it means that the Cowboys are doing pretty damn also, well. With Cooper Rush,
1: like Mike McCarthy. Yeah.
0: I mean, we thought, we thought their season was yep. over after week mm-hmm. one. We I mean, thought- Mike
1: McCarthy might be out of town okay. if he doesn't make the right – like, if Dak comes back and chokes it, like, in two games, the leash is so short because McCarthy's leash is short. So, like, I think that Cooper Rush goes in a lot sooner than everybody thinks. I mean, what we saw from Dak in week one before he had the injury sucked. It was fucking terrible. Like, and Cooper Rush in the games that he plays, it looked 10 I like times
0: the Cowboys – I like the Cowboys ahead of both the Falcons and Broncos.
1: Uh, the,
0: I can get with that. I can get with that. I'd almost put them
1: ahead of the Chargers. Mm, no. See, gonna I was going to move up the Chargers. Go
0: ahead. If the Cowboys beat the Rams this week, they're going yeah, into the top tier.
1: 100%. Um, because the roster outside of the quarterback position that, is built different. Jaden hates it. So, Jaden, give me your take. <laughs>
2: I I'm just still I I cannot believe that we have the Falcons in tier 2. I've like been sitting here. The football okay, they've I mean, played has question. been fantastic so far,
0: man. Like I Who who from tier 3? Fantastic. Who from tier 3 are you putting above them?
2: Um the Cardinals, who I don't I don't want to put in tier 2, but I'd have Cleveland Ooh. in front of Atlanta. They just beat them, Isn't bro. They um, just beat them. That doesn't, doesn't mean anything. I mean, there are teams that beat other teams. On a week-to-week basis, a team can beat any team in the NFL. But that doesn't mean that they're the better team in any given week. The Steelers beat the Bengals week one. Are we ready to
1: – did we move no, the Steelers? Those the are very two no, evenly when matched when teams, close, pal. Like, the Falcons and the Bron- Browns are right next close. to each other.
0: We, ha- we have four weeks of um, – They had no Miles Garrett.
2: He's the best player on their team.
0: That defense felt pretty fucking good. They should still be able
1: to beat the Falcons, though. Okay. All right. Well, do we... I'll I'll move the Falcons behind the Broncos just a piece, but they're definitely going to stay in Tier 2. No question. So.
0: All right. So, what? Do you you have the Browns or the Cardinals?
2: I had the Browns in Tier 2 at 16. And the Cardinals are 17. Where did you have the Falcons? Before- oh! 25. Holy fuck. Okay, I want... Without looking at depth charts, I want one of you... You know what I want Kane you know
1: what? I'm looking, I'm looking so, up looking I'm not looking, looking up depth the depth charge. chart. Name five I'm looking players at the, uh, the results for Atlanta so far because I know you're working usually when the football games are played on Sundays, but like if you've watched any of the Falcon games so far this year, they've actually played really good football.
2: How many Falcon games? How many Falcon I mean, I watch Red watched, Zone Kane, and
1: they have Falcon it, games it. on like at different times and also have Sunday tickets, so you know I could throw it on whenever I want and I have.
2: Do you even watch, even catch the Falcons? Because of fantasy purposes, yes. I have Kyle Pitts
1: invested in a couple other different leagues, which kind of sucks. But that's why I was so adamant against no against Kyle Pitts straight earlier in the chat. But, okay, so far, they won against the Browns this week. They won against the Seahawks, who beat the Broncos, right, at the Seahawks, who the Broncos could not beat the Seahawks at the Seahawks. And they put up 27 points against them when – the Broncos put up, what, 12, 10, 16, 16. yeah. yeah. 16, so Falcons funny. put up 27 in that game. And then at the Rams' house, and I know we have a lot of uh, concerns about the Rams now, but at the Rams' house in week two, they lost by four points, 27 to 31. And then they lost by one point last second field goal in week one to the Saints. So tell me, tell me that's, not a, up, tell that me that's not a good football team.
0: They were up 16. Tell
1: me that's not a good football team.
2: Name five players on their I
1: don't football give a fuck. Football I don't give a fucking rat's ass, dude. What's happening on the field right now is that they are playing good football. Okay. Keep them there.
2: Keep them there. I guarantee you this is the highest they'll be all year.
1: All right. Okay. All right. I'm with it. This is a team in the NFC in a division that's not playing too great right now. I mean, the Bucks are not the Bucs. Uh, the Saints fucking suck. I think there's a solid... I think the Falcons now, might
0: win the division. Here's... To Jaden's argument, to Jaden's argument, here's their next three <laughs> opponents: at Tampa, home against San Fran, at the Bengals. If they even go one and two in that, it's still a conversation for them to be where. They See, are. this is
2: what I'm saying. If you if you sit here and say that they're a tier two team, and you're praying that they get one win against those three teams, you're hoping that they get one win.
0: Yes, because look at the, let's look at the Cardinals schedule. The Cardinals, oh, my God, of course I type in Cardinals. And yeah, St. Louis. at the
1: Bucks, and then you play the 49ers at home, and then you go to Cincy. the Cincy. So going to Cincy and Tampa Bay, two of What's the saying? toughest places to play. I mean, Two-tier yeah. one teams. So they should be able to go one and two and be perfectly fine <sighs> and, and not
0: move an inch in these power rankings. They play they play three tier one teams their next three weeks. We're going to find out a lot about the Falcons. Yeah, we will. We will. All right. Let's end the Falcons debate. Um,
1: so we got tier three we're moving on to. And after their first win, I think the Raiders belong in front of the Giants, the Titans. Well, the Titans is close. I'll put them behind the Titans. I'll put them in
0: front of the Browns. I think the Cardinals in front of the Colts. I think the Browns should be right behind I think the Browns should be right behind the Cardinals. The Colts, the Colts yeah. are dog shit, dude. Colts are shit.
1: Colts okay, so
0: Browns, it should be Cardinals, Browns, Titans and then okay. probably the Raiders. What would you think, Jaden?
2: Okay, so my tier 3 currently is Cardinals, Browns, Titans, Raiders, Colts, Lions, Saints, Pats. Repeat again. Cardinals, Browns, Titans, Raiders, Colts, Lions, Saints, Pats. I, Mitchell, I, Mitchell, I, Mitchell just texted me. How are we allowed to have a graphic with the Falcons in fucking tier two? Because because we're not degenerate. Because we're not. Because we have Bears some brain cells. The Bears are two and two. We have the Bears at thirty-one. Look at who they played the so Bears far.
0: It is. The Bears won in a monsoon, and they beat the Texans. And on on a on a Roquan Smith interception, that was just a terrible mistake by Davis Mills. And then they
1: played the Giants, who basically had that game in
0: hand the whole time. I'm not. You can't even sit there and compare the Bears and the Falcons. That's what I'm saying.
2: They're not. But when you say that they're two and two. Like, that is not... The it's idea. not the record! Not I the standard. Standard. We listed, we listed the off the of fucking
1: runs. games and the results and who they played. It's not just the record.
0: And I understand... I, I understand your comment about who's on their depth chart and who's on paper. That's all great. Yes! Big and facts! And if they're winning the games with what they have... We said this about the Titans game? last year. Okay, if they had beaten the, if they had beaten the Saints in a 3-1, and one, what's our conversation then?
2: Hmm.
1: Sure. Sure. <laughs> but they didn't,
0: <laughs> You're right. They didn't. They lost by one. You're, you are correct on that. Without the Jameis. I still think, I, I still think out of the, the two and two teams that are there between them, the Cardinals, the Titans, and the Browns, I think that they're the best team out of that I group of four. Right now, as it
1: stands, you can't just put name value on these teams and be like, oh, because of all the shit that we put on them in the preseason, they belong above. Like, we are four weeks yeah, into the roster, season. We know what's like...
2: Put, roster talent puts a ce- ceiling on a team. Like, what you have on your roster... is The Falcons as also the have, have a very
1: young roster you, you who really up. don't have defined names yet. Exactly. So, like, they're going to become stars. That's my point. Like, they're emerging stars.
2: Their, their, their roster isn't... Like an H. A. Terrell? AJ Terrell is a superstar. Yeah, go. Okay, Kane. Go ahead. Let's let's list some emerging
1: names, buddy. I know that they are a very young defense. How about all right? Take one, Graham, emerging star. Jalen Hawkins. Okay, congratulations. You spent the time to memorize the Atlanta Falcons defense. Congratulations. You are a football man.
0: Good job. Thank also, Mitch's, Mitch's guy, uh, what's his name that's there? The corner. They used to play on the Chargers.
1: Yeah. Casey Hayward.
0: Casey Hayward, yeah. That's another big <laughs> Young emerging star at 32 okay. years old. Okay. Besides him, though, they have two, two solid cornerbacks. Their linebackers are pretty solid as well. I mean, I think Lorenzo Carter is going to turn into a stud, and I think that Rashawn Evans is already a stud.
2: Eh, he's a declining stud.
1: All right, you just fucking hate Dawkins.
2: I, I'm done talking about Atlanta. I try, Why did Why did do we have you on these Atlanta fucking anymore, power rankings? Make me you're,
1: you want to disagree with everything that me name, and Tyler can, putting up here, bro? And you're literally only on for the power ranking segment. Can we just name this? <laughs> can we just name this episode?
0: Can, can we name this episode the Atlanta Falcons debate? Can we just sure. name it that and I'm putting a, a poll.
1: Yeah, I'm putting a poll do it. On Twitter. Oh, I'll do it. On Absolutely. Yeah, let's right, dive so into the rest of these.
0: Do you guys think the Browns? Browns
1: have no. the Titans? No. I, I've heard you guys both say that the Browns are better than the Titans. Now that Derrick Henry, like, now that we can prove that the Titans can store, score points, and once they get up at least seven points, Derrick Henry's going to run, and that's effective. Like, we've seen it now for two weeks. So I think that we can put the Titans in front of the Browns. I don't think the Browns look like the Browns this year, man. I mean, obviously, you know, you don't you have Jacoby Biscuit at quarterback. So that's not the best, but this is it. I mean, I mentioned this last week. If you really thought that Baker Mayfield was one of the worst quarterbacks in the league, then Jacoby should have been leading this team to 12 wins in a playoff. You know, like, and it's, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So I'm, I'm not, I, the Browns are definitely certifiably behind Arizona and Tennessee for me, but I want to hear the case from you guys.
0: I think that they still have one of, if not the best running back tandem in the league. Um, I still think that their defense is pretty solid. I mean, it's not great. I mean, I think it was hyped up to be this top five, top seven defense, and I don't think it's that, but I still think it's top 15. Um, I, I just worry now with Traylon Burks getting injured. I mean, all that's there is Robert Woods. I mean, who the hell else is there to throw to? I understand Eric Henry's there. But, you know, I, I just I, – I wonder what this offense of Tennessee is going to look like with literally no wide receivers. I mean, are you – Kyle Phillips, is that who – Nick Westbrook-Akina, is that who you're going to depend on t- to create an offense? The defense is meh. I mean, it's, it's solid. They've got some names, but I'm not sold on their defense. I, th- I think that they're not a, a top-15 defense. So I, I think the Browns are better. But slightly. Also,
1: something yeah, that you I could totally in hear count. an
2: argument. I could totally.
1: Frable won coach of the year yeah. last year. That's all I'll say. Now I'm done. Jaden, go ahead.
0: I could totally. Didn't take... Stefanski win the year before?
1: Yeah, I did. I
2: don't know. You did. Touche. Touche. Um, I could totally see an argument for Tennessee over Cleveland. Um, really, either or here. You're looking at two teams that are dominated by the run game or are dominant with the run game. Um, just kind of who has the hot hand? Think- Jacoby Brissett looked really good week three, so we had them in front. Didn't look so good last week. Now they're probably going to be behind. Yeah. All
0: right, the Saints. Do we think yeah, that the Cardinals? Do we think the Cardinals are ahead of both of those teams?
1: In my opinion, the Titans are number one. I really, after watching the Cardinals for multiple weeks now, Jaden, I'm on the bus. They fucking suck. I'm on the bus. I'm totally arms in, legs in, in the bandwagon. Yeah. The Cardinals stink, so I think the Titans are better than Dang. the Cardinals personally. But I know that you guys both have the Cardinals ahead of the Titans.
0: Do you want You guys want to know an interesting stat about the Cardinals? Real quick.
1: them back. Actually,
0: the Cardinals have not scored one point in the first quarter. They're being outscored sixty-six yes. to sixteen oh in the first half this year. That is
1: terrible. Terrible. You're not going to win a lot of football games doing that. I mean, the statistics yeah, statistics from teams that score first. I mean.
0: It's not as big. But. They were down 10 nothing to the Panthers, and then we know that they were down 10 nothing to the Panthers, and then we know what they were down to the Raiders. What was it? Uh, 16 mm-hmm. or something? 20? Something like that? It was, I mean, they had, so... Yeah, I mean, if you keep facing yourself with these deficits, it's not going to end very well. I'm going to put the Titans
1: in front of the cards, and is there an argument for the Browns in front of the cards?
0: I, I like the Browns in front of the Cardinals. What do you think, Jaden? Yeah. I'm with that as well. Yeah.
1: Okay. All right.
0: All right. Sweet. Good shit, boys. All right. It's nice to have
1: some ease, nice some agreements after that after that Atlanta conversation. My blood's still boiling from that shit. But okay. Um the Raiders had their first win. I do feel like they move in front of the Saints. In my I opinion. would agree with that. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Because Saints I agree with that. Yeah.
2: That one of my big takeaways, um, from this week is it's time to bench Jameis. team looked better with dalton Jameis is too this offense can work especially with the defense being good this offense can succeed without the big play all the time and that's what Jameis is he's always the big play he doesn't like taking the little stuff dalton takes a little stuff and that's probably if you want to win in this division that's kind of what you got to
1: do i like the giants yeah, in front I... of the saints what do you guys think that's cool. All right, let's not with Daniel Jones band. Let's first talk down. about okay, what teams and in tier 4? What teams in tier 4 need to move up? And in my opinion, I think the Jets and the Seahawks both have cases to be
0: in tier 3. I think the Seahawks do and I think the Patriots do. What do you think, Jay? For me it's just the
2: Pats. For me it's just the Pats okay and they're like 24
1: okay the jets okay we can leave them in the bottom tier because they did just beat pittsburgh um against a rookie quarterback not no shots being thrown there um but i will move i'm cool with moving the pats up but the seahawks i think they definitely need to be in tier three
2: the thing the (sighs) problem is dude they've got the second worst defense in the nfl
1: like it's it's rough yeah but pete carroll's always been a really good good defensive
0: coach and their defense is so why
2: so if their defense is still the second worst then you know they're really bad.
0: Yeah. But here's my thing is I, and it's tough, but I would probably take the Seahawks over the Colts
1: yeah. at this point. Yeah. Me that. too. So let's move the Colts down. What 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 do you, what, what do you feel about that, Jaden?
2: I've got the Colts at 21. Um I'm actually probably going to move them down now that I'm looking at it.
0: Um the lions i think but, should be in tier four then who bumps up I've, for them the, that's a, the that's seahawks our, that's our argument i th- see i was
2: afraid to move the lions down as far as i did i thought i was going to get a lot of pushback from you all and
1: all right poof, just like so that. i don't think that they should belong right here obviously that i think they should belong closer to the top of tier four because they did play a really close game i mean that was a close game in seattle so and they looked good the
0: week before Um, I would put, I would put the Colts at the top of tier four and then actually I would probably Alliance Alliance. I I
1: like the the lions better than the Colts. So I'll put the lions in front. Yeah. I did that as
0: well. Okay. I did that as well. And And then then I would put the jets probably after the Colts. I'm with that. And then (sighs) I'd probably take the Steelers over those four other teams. This is hard, And I might. Dude, I don't know. These bottom four teams are such garbage. Thanks. Tell us how you really feel. I mean, dude, you were talking about the Carson Wentz experience and how how it's been. I mean, let's be real. And this is a conversation I want to bring up because I brought it up the last time we were on here. Curtis Samuel is the number one. He has 10 more (laughs) targets than anybody else on this team. And he's doing all the stuff across the middle and all the short stuff as well where Terry's just getting the deep bombs and he is turned into the number one target for Carson Wentz. Uh he's the number one target. I'd still say
1: Terry's the number one, like, wide receiver. Like he's he's the primo, number one. I mean he is the guy. Like he's just he's he matched up against Trayvon Diggs. He hasn't had over forty yards against Trayvon Diggs in his career. So, like, I mean I expected that performance from Terry, so.
0: But it's not just one week. It's I mean, he only had one less target. Yeah.
1: Uh, it's, honestly, it comes down to Carson being able to get the ball easier to Curtis Samuel than it is to Terry, like because
0: we're running because, screen passes but I think for that the, Curtis. Right, but I also think that the offense is making it a point to get Curtis Samuel, the ball, like to lining him up in the backfield. They're doing the short throws. We're doing the uh, over the middle type of throws.
1: He was one of the biggest free agent signings when uh, wide receiver signings, when we signed him and then he missed all last year. So people forgot about him
0: two years ago. Yeah. Two years. Yeah. No, I, I absolutely remember that. And, I just think that there's a, more of a comfortability and chemistry right now with those two compared to Wentz and, and Terry. And even Johan and Dotson. That's pretty evident. Dotson has yeah, yeah, Johan Dotson looks great.
1: Yeah. He's got a touchdown in every game except one, I think, that he's played, but now he's I, gonna be
0: out the next I few think weeks. He, I think he has he had the same amount of targets as Terry, actually. Um after <laughs> after this week, Dotson did. Um I would probably go Steelers.
1: With Pickett Commanders. now being the quarterback in Pittsburgh, I know Mitch was really bad to start the year. I know. But I don't think I, – I like the Commanders better than the Steelers, but if you both think that the Steelers are better than the Commanders, I can't ever rule that. So, and then – I do. Okay. And then I know that Jay does, so. I mean that's fair. Okay.
0: I mean, fucking sucks. But do, it we it will... be... do we think the Panthers should be? Do we think that Do we think the Texans are the worst team? No. Yes. What? I think... I would have to say yes because they've also lo- they lost to the Bears.
1: Yeah, I almost think that the Panthers are the worst team in the NFL right now. Not on paper, but I mean the Bears are two and two right now, and the Texans. I mean. They put up points against the Chargers, and they, they played some okay, solid I can, football. I can,
0: see, I can see an argument for the Bears ahead of the Panthers, but I don't think I can see an argument for the I, – I don't, I don't think the Panthers are worse than the Texans. I think the Texans are still the worst. But I could, I could possibly yeah. move the Bears ahead of the Panthers.
1: Jayden, you with that same thing on Tyler's point?
0: <sighs> see, as
2: dysfunctional as the Panthers are, the Bears are more dysfunctional. <laughs>
1: I know that they've got. I think that the um, Bears can win games, win or two. like because of really low scoring matchups, and like they can win games. The Panthers, they're built to put up points, and they can't put up points. So their Pan- I The Panthers defense, the defense has been is really good. Better? No, yeah. I'm not saying. I'm it's saying. I'm good. saying Carolina's offense is designed to put up points, like a lot more points than the Bears' offense is, and. It's not. Yes. Yeah, well, that's
2: the problem. But the thing is, there's is a potential for the Panthers' offense to get it clicking. I, I know it hasn't looked good very far. It hasn't looked, <laughs> it's looked terrible so far. But there's people on that offense that I have faith that maybe at some point this year it could happen. Chicago, I have no faith in anyone
1: getting anything working ever.
0: Like I can, I can agree with that. I, I but switch the Panthers back. But I, I would put the Panthers in front of the Bears.
1: Uh, the Bears can win games solely on the run game. Like they could have. Justin Fields run five, throw the ball five times and still win a football game. Like we've seen it so hey, far Justin, this year. Like, Justin
0: Fields, Justin Fields hit his uh over in yards this week. It was listed at, a, at 148, which I don't know if I've ever seen an NFL quarterback have that low of yards. And he got 179, I think. So good. Good for Justin Fields. Yeah, let's go, man.
2: I mean, he, he got like a fifth of his yardage total in like two plays.
0: Well, there was one play to Mooney that was like a sixty or seventy yard pass. That was like a yeah, like for the se- a fifth for the
2: season, not <laughs> right. just for the game.
0: Yeah, I think that the Bears. Uh, um, all right, I, I like the Panthers. I like the Panthers. Jaden, Jaden makes a good point with just uh, like the potential and, and how they actually have guys that can score, and the Bears just don't. I mean, you can say Montgomery, but he's hurt right now, and it's like, who the fuck <laughs> else is going to score? Last thing, ball, okay?
2: have you kept an eye on the chat at all?
0: I have of not. Course.
2: I feel like if. It- because i haven't had it up and mitchell said he was commenting yeah
1: and like you haven't said yeah we've got some comments i'll go ahead and go through them right now um jacob as always he says i don't even want to say it right now because it was when we were talking about the ravens he was like but go ravens let's go appreciate you man uh mitchell says in what world are the falcons tier two um in reality they are um mitchell says saints cardinals raiders browns on a healthy week giants and raiders all better than the falcons okay uh, Cordero onto I.R., they are going to the tank. That's, I mean, it could, but I, I have faith in Tyler Algier, and I think that offensive line has been a lot. Like, Cordell's been fucking fantastic these past few years, but I think that line has improved so much that it has a lot to do with Cordell's success last year, so far this year, and I think it'll mean a lot for Tyler Algier's success going forward.
0: Um, And then he says...
1: They might not even split Also, I'm gonna habits. say
0: this. God. I'm gonna also say this about the Falcons. Um, this is the week. Kyle Pitts will score a touchdown this week. It's happening. I'm calling it. Take this recording when it happens. Kyle Pitts will score a touchdown. Put
2: your week. money where your mouth is, Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Uh last thing. Might have to. Uh
1: Jets in front of the Colts is the only thing that I might have an argument for. What do you guys think? cuz without Jonathan Taylor now for i mean a decent amount of time
2: I think it's just going to be this week if if it's just this week
1: <sighs> since it's a short week I think he'll be
2: I don't think he'll And run. the offensive but line was supposed to be the strength
1: be. of the Colts and they fucking suck. They can't give any time well, it's to the Matt. Left Ryan. Tackles yeah. spot.
2: They can't figure out they can't figure out the left tackles. They spot.
1: can't get Matt Ryan any time back there. Every time Matt Ryan's gotten hit, he has fumbled the ball. So it's, it's not good. I'm moving the Jets for the Colts. What
0: do you think, Tyler? So back to that argument, like, with the Panthers and Bears about one teaming having the offensive playmakers, and I think the Jets probably have more offensive playmakers than the Colts. And the one thing I saw this week that I think is with that without Jonathan Taylor, absolutely, but the one thing I saw this week that I think, unfortunately for my predictions, although Damian Pierce has looked really good, but Brees Hall – I think he's firmly solidified himself as the lead back in this backfield. 17 we,
2: carries this mm-hmm. week.
0: We saw it in crunch time. We saw it when the game was on the line. He was the one getting all the work. I know Michael Carter had a carry or two, I think, on that final drive. But for the most part, mm-hmm. it was it was Brees Hall. So yeah. um, if you're incorporating <sighs> him into that offense with Garrett Wilson and Elijah. And a Moore, healthy Zach Wilson back. Yeah, exactly. Zach Wilson's healthy now. Uh, I think that there's a lot. There's a lot of optimism um, in New York with the Jets. For sure, I agree. And that, like, I mean, couldn't say it
1: any better myself, personally. So, alright, boys. We fucking with it?
2: Leave Except it up for... for, like, another half second. I gotta get um, everybody up here. can't believe I'm moving. Fucking Atlanta. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this was the Atlanta. If we have any Falcons fans that are listening to this, I hope you all are enjoying. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, yeah, enjoying, I uh, hope, and I yeah have comments. Exactly. Uh, optimism.
1: Yeah, we hope. And also, I totally mm-hmm. shit on the Bears on the Instagram this past week, and I just made an argument for them. Uh, I felt bad. I did feel a little bad. I'm. I might have. Dude, I'm gonna do that for the Falcons. <laughs> I might have to put together an essay. Okay. Fair enough <laughs> and just like on the power rankings just like disclaimer i was not yeah. involved i just no i'm just <laughs> doing, like slide one slide two and then an entire like
2: it looks like a statement from a team like it's got our logo at the bottom and then the other
1: two slides for the power rankings it's <laughs> so. terrible but yeah i'm with this i'm with this i like it a lot um yeah how about chargers or cowboys in front of the chargers by any chance no
0: no, yeah. I will say this about the Bengals. This year the Bengals have faced Mitch Trubisky, Cooper Rush, Joe Flacco, and Tua for half and then Bridgewater. So this week they're gonna face Lamar Jackson. So it's gonna be their first legitimate. I don't test. even think about that. That's crazy. It's gonna be their first legitimate test at quarterback. Um and I'm interested to see how they're gonna fare because you know the big question is gonna be well, if Baltimore gets up, what are they gonna do? Hmm. Because we've seen them blow leads. It might be in Baltimore's best interest to go down 17 nothing in this game and try and mount a comeback. Maybe that's what they're built for. And it seems
1: like uh, <clears throat> Cincinnati finally it's has their uh,
0: offensive line problems together. Uh, they've been
1: playing long enough that they seem to have figured it out. Yeah. So.
0: A couple other uh, little tidbits. The Packers are the only team in the NFL with a winning record and negative turnover differential. Um, Matt Stafford has <sighs> four touchdowns to six interceptions this year. And Trevor Lawrence is the first player this century to lose four fumbles in a game. Good Lord.
2: Oh, yeah. I didn't even realize. I remember hearing
0: like he had like two. He lost at one four. point. Pretty bad. I understand I the think Kyler lost.
2: Part. I think Kyler lost like five, but then they stat corrected him because they were like bad snaps that just like bounced off his hip. <laughs> or bounced
1: off his helmet like, because he's so fucking you? short. I saw that like I saw it happen like twice where it was like ah! ah! <laughs> it goes over his head because he's so fucking short, dude. Like
0: goddamn. Um actually two last things. The Ravens have lost 5. I think it's 5 straight home games and they've lost um seven w- lost seven straight one score games. Um and then the other question that I have is who are the only two teams that are averaging at least 30 points a game?
2: Lions and
0: Seahawks.
1: Lions and Seahawks. Oh shit! You can't hear us. What do you think, Jaden? I think it's Lions, Seahawks. Maybe I'm gonna probably say I know it's I know it's Lions.
2: Um, Kansas City's probably Cowboys. Maybe they had 41 last week, 27 in week two.
1: Did you guys say the Chiefs? No. Chiefs. are What? The other one. Oh, so it's the Lions and the Chiefs. Okay. Hey. All right, let's go. Fair enough. All right, so that just about uh does it for our power ranking segment, and as we are already an hour into the episode, uh, we'll kind of briskly walk through the rest of the um the things that we have to cover, but we are gonna say adios to mr jaden kozak because apparently he has some uh some college shit to do because we are college students so good luck with that brother oh give us your uh (sighs) give us your thoughts on kenny pickett's debut before you leave okay yeah so uh it it was like a national
2: event like i like went and got my dad out of the shop, i was like he's coming he's coming he's coming come on um and then, naturally, because NFL Plus is a humongous scam, had to watch it on Stream East and watch it be like a minute and a half after Red Zone. Um, but he looked okay. I mean, yeah, your first passing play is a pick. Your last passing play is a pick. Play- yeah, play is a pick. I didn't get to see the second one. I still haven't seen it because I was on my way to work when that happened. I saw it on my phone and I was like, damn it.
1: All three of his um, passes that were completions were interceptions, fortunately.
2: That's, I was about to say, the ball never hit the <laughs> ground, so there is that. And that kind of covers the bad stuff. On the good side, um, the offense looked so much more energetic. That's what like, I was going to say. There's
0: like, and, and Look, it's not like, only the oh. offense, but the it just seems like as a team, as a whole, they got a whole new refound energy. Look
2: and it definitely helps that the guy that the crowd was screaming for for like the last 3 weeks finally comes in. I mean that crowd was probably outside of the You're Big saying ben, you're
1: saying um, Acrisure was bumping?
2: Acrisure <laughs> was again. bumping for Kenny. At least we're not bumping <laughs> shit out of pipes. At least we're not bumping sewage <clears throat> all over oh, fans. Man. Nice. Um but yeah, it it was it was <sighs> Pretty crazy in there, so I'd imagine that helped feed in the energy. Also, mm. George Pickens,
1: he's here. I've, here, I've, uh-huh. number
2: one waiver wire this week. Seven catches for two yards, he looked fantastic. <sighs> um, Kenny Pickett really seems to like him, also. Pat Fryermuth, he hit Pat Fryermuth a lot. Fryermuth had nine targets in that game, caught seven of them. Um, tight end six in fantasy, just saying, just saying. Um, the, the line even looked better. Najee was getting more holes than he's had so far. Kenny Pickett, also kind of getting active with his legs a little do, bit. I know that, and like, touchdown. the touchdowns any, uh, yeah. Any, fake, touchdowns, slides? He any player fake, player fake slides? Any fake slides? No fake slides. I do think he needs to pull that out if the NFL didn't outlaw it. I can't remember if they did or not, but if they didn't. They <laughs> Watch didn't. him try to pull that, that shit to, uh, and get they that
1: fucking lay him out. <laughs> <It's just> like, <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, helmet oh, off, falls in the oh, air. Oh, my God, his jersey's ripped in <laughs> half. <laughs> Heads oh, in the God. air. I'm um, not wishing that upon Kenny Pickett, just to be clear. But, yeah, he
2: um, was throwing the ball with zip. <sighs> that's uh, the, the whole baby arm thing that he, I contributed. I said that I didn't like his arm strength coming out. The last play of the game, and I know that's like a, I'm going to run and put my ass into it, but do that ball 70 yards in the air. Like that ball made it to the end zone. He was sitting at R 40 when he threw the ball. So he, he, you know, was able to put some on it. Obviously haven't got to see him in the elements yet, which is like the big thing with the hand size and the gloves and everything.
0: Um I just worry about, but it
2: could have been a lot.
0: Worse. I just worry about, and we talked about this. I just worry about the confidence with these next four games, you know, with at Buffalo, Tampa dolphins and the Eagles. I mean, that's a, absolute gauntlet for any quarterback, especially a rookie. Those are going to be your first four starts in the NFL. So I do worry about that, but I think that there's definitely a newfound um, enthusiasm with the whole team and with the whole city with, with bringing him in for sure.
2: Yeah. Well, the thing is he's a really confident guy. Like he, he just, I think, and that's part of the reason why we brought him in is because he just exudes swagger and confidence. Like I saw more energy out of him specifically After he got that fourth and one sneak, like just a first down that I saw from Trubisky all year, like he brings that energy that we just didn't have before. And that's why, yeah, I mean, obviously it's going to, you're not going to find too many moments where he can show off that energy over the next four weeks. But I think he's got, he's got a good head on his shoulders. I think he's going to be able to handle it. I mean, this is a guy that came into Kenny or shit that came into Pittsburgh as, like, they were a terrible organization and knocked off a ranked team in the first game they played, worked his way up from not even being talked about being drafted to being a first-round pick, took them to a legit bowl game, like, I think, mentally, he's got it, and that's part of the reason Punk why we yeah.
1: I mean, I'm all aboard. I hope... I did. I was one of the guys before the season that said Mitch was going to play a lot longer than everybody did expect, and that was the total opposite. Uh, we're going into Week 5, and Kenny Pickett is now the starter. So... I mean, we'll see how it works out. And don't be, don't be surprised if we look to move Trubisky
2: because while we do like to keep three quarterbacks, that's been with big Ben and his health problems recently. So we've, the whole three quarterback thing that we've been doing might not be as, uh, might not be as needed anymore. So if we can move Trubisky to a team that has an injured quarterback, I know that he's not ideal, but he does have a year and a half left on his deal. And if we can get a pick out of him, I think that's, uh. I think that's a win, considering
1: in all likelihood he'll never yeah. play another snap for Sad that shit, all right, man. well, we appreciate you uh giving your spiel uh giving us a hard time on the Falcons, and uh good luck, my friend yeah man, uh, you guys have a good rescue <laughs> pod sir. fuck the falcons. all right, so welcome back in to the blitz podcast um yeah, we are we just got finished our power rankings. Uh Jaden a gave us a nice hard time on moving the Falcons up into tier two. Gave us his Kenny Pickett spiel. But yeah, it'll be nice to um run through the last couple of segments with you, brother. We got uh studs and duds coming up. Absolutely. Key man. Takeaways coming up. Uh it'll be a good time. We've got contenders, pretenders, little coming up, so it'll be a good time. But let's hop into studs and duds for the week. And uh, if you haven't been with us for the first couple weeks of the season, um, this is just listing off some of the guys that absolutely went berserk in fantasy this week. And then some of the guys that did not do so hot in fantasy.
0: Big time dud, Jonathan Taylor.
1: That's my roommate. He said big time dud, uh, Jonathan Taylor for sure. Um,
0: Yeah, that's definitely one of the guys on the list. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I don't disagree with that. I mean, some of it might be a, from the injury. But, um, yeah, if I was a Jonathan Taylor winner, I got to be concerned not only for you know, his injury status but also just the production status. Yeah. Um, we haven't been getting – if you drafted him number one overall, it's not looking good. I actually looked this up. Who do you think is the number one overall running back in fantasy right now? Is it Nick Chubb? It's Saquon oh, Barkley. Oh, fuck. Wow. And he has, he has 193 points after week four previously. So this is probably dating back to like 2000, the least amount of points for number one running back in fantasy through four weeks was 213. So it's almost 20 points higher than what Barkley's got now. So it just shows you how depleted the running back position is to really find that, that top tier guy. I mean, we talked about it you know that zero rb strategy is kind of looking really good right now if you utilize that in fantasy because if you were getting guys like a clyde edwards a Lair, and a kareem hunt mm-hmm. to duke to go one two and then you just load it up on the receivers tight end and quarterback you're looking pretty good probably in fantasy so it's going to be an interesting trend to watch um it's something that i mentioned you know after week one with you know seeing more of a timeshare with so many running backs in the league and they're not being those you know 1a type guys uh really and truly anymore. So, that's absolutely one um, that I would put up there. Javante Williams oh, yeah. as well. I mean, once again, I know he got injured and, and he's out for the year now. But that, that's another one that <clears> really <throat> just stuck out to me is just being like, damn, like not neither of those guys could get a goal. Yeah, for speed. sure. And I mean, we mentioned Jonathan Taylor. I've got him on the list here in the dud
1: section. I mean, it's really it comes down to the offense line. Like that offense line was supposed to be one of the best in the league coming into this year. And they're just loading the box. I mean, we talked about it. I mean, if you can't beat them in the past, you're just going to load the box up. And, I mean, it's bound to make your offensive line look bad, you know. So, Jonathan Taylor, not feeling too great. But, I mean, guys like, and this is the last thing I'll say before I hop into the rest of the duds, but, like, that zero RP strategy, you're fucking right, dude. Like, if you drafted a guy like Aaron Jones, top of the third, bottom of the second round, like, that's a guy who's splitting work in Green Bay, and he's, he's a top
0: five fantasy back right now like yep yeah absolutely. so I mean it's it's and then you got a guy like like Damian Pierce who's probably I mean he's RB1 right now as, as if you have him on your team unless you have like you said like a guy like Saquon or Nick Chubb or or Barkley I mean or um, Aaron Jones but yeah I mean he absolutely has been killing it the past couple of weeks and I think he's turning into and I said at the beginning of the year that he would have a better season fantasy wise than Brees Hall and I know we just hyped up Brees Hall as coming onto the scene and him having a, a pretty spectacular week. But Damian He's Pierce is here. a guy that if you waited on and got him in like sixth, seventh, eighth round, you're reaping the benefits Hell yeah. for sure. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's dive into the full
1: list of duds we got here. Trevor Lawrence puts up three points. Um, that. Not a lot to take away from that. I mean, that was a lot of the weather. Four lost fumbles. I mean, that weather was really – because I made this whole argument before the week about how Trevor Lawrence is finally here and listed off these great stats, but I don't think that could be thrown out the window because of
0: the weather game. I think that he'll get – he plays the Texans this week. I think that he'll get back on track this week. I don't know if he's going to have a 20 – eight 29 point game but i could see 20 points from trevor lawrence this week i mean it's it's home in jacksonville as well um so i think that that'll help out so yeah i think i think trevor lawrence will have a nice bounce back week against the Texans. yeah for sure
1: uh some of the other quarterbacks that disappointed this week
0: matt stafford
1: he put up seven points are we is it almost time to declare
0: matt stafford dead in a 10 team league one quarterback the thing that the thing that just like concerns the fuck out of me if I'm a Matt Stafford owner is he literally throws the ball to one guy. Like he, if Cooper Cup's not there, I mean, Higby was a little bit there last night, but like, who is Allen Robinson? Where, where is this? He guy? overthrows I mean, it. I mean, this, this and I think it's is, on purpose. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I don't know what it is, but like it is just, there, there's no chemistry between the two guys. And we talked about, oh, this will be the year that Allen Robinson really busts out. He's finally got a quarterback and through four weeks, he has been absolutely atrocious. If you drafted him and Kyle Pitts, man, you are, you're struggling right now in fantasy for sure. And, and I think I, I asked you guys a question. I think he's yeah. droppable. I think that if you have Allen Robinson and you're thinking about dropping him, I think he probably could I mean, he was him. the
1: number two option going into the year.
0: So it's like I mean, I think it's pretty easy. And we saw what number two options were do and we saw what number two options did with OBJ and, and Bobby Trees, Robert Woods. We saw what those guys were, were doing in that offense and he hasn't done a lick. I think he's got what five catches. On I the think Skoranek
1: and Tyler Higbee are better options in the Rams offense for fantasy. And I wouldn't pick either of those guys up, but I think that they're both better than Allen Robinson right now.
0: So I could see Van Jefferson having an impact once he comes back. Sure, I was looking at looking to add him on waivers today, um, but I passed up. Yeah, but he 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 suffered a he suffered a setback last week, Mm. so he's going to be probably on on the injury list again for the next two to three weeks, probably at least. I I don't know how much. Longer after that, but I would say at least the next two to three weeks, he's probably going to be. Um, and not, I mean, we've playing. talked about how Matt
1: Stafford. I mean, he obviously put up the dud, but the, how this whole Rams offenses look so bad, and Van Jefferson has been the guy that opens up the offense for them, and they don't. Yeah, and
0: it's and it's the offensive line. The dude's got no time mm-hmm. back there.
1: Yeah, he's got to move around. All right, and then uh, Carson Wentz. He put up nine points. We'll talk more about Carson Wentz. Uh, Carson Wentz experience later. Uh, Derek Carr. 12 points. I mean, that's not necessarily a dud, but I mean, if you group it in together with all of his performance so far this year, Derek Carr is a dud. I mean,
0: I still have faith. I still have faith in Derek Carr. I I was... I was, don't think that he's an MVP type quarterback. I just, I, I don't. I think that he's a, a solid top 20, maybe top 15. I think he's flirting on that 15, 16, 17 range. Um, cause you'll have your weeks where he'll put up 25, but I don't think you're going to get like a 35 point week from, from Derek Carr. I just I don't, don't see
1: it. Top 20. Like I'd put a guy like Carson Wentz up there. I think Derek Carr is at the top 15 lock. I don't know. If,
0: I don't know. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. I just Let's go. Okay. Josh Allen. All right. All right. Mahomes. Okay.
1: Mahomes. Josh Allen. That's two. And then Lamar okay. Herbert.
0: Burrow. Herbert, four. Burrow, five. Um, Burrow. Um, when healthy, Tua. Okay. Tom Brady. Um, when he- Tom Brady. When healthy, Dak. No, I'm not doing that. Okay. We'll stick with Tom uh, Brady. Aaron Rodgers. Um, so that's seven. Rodgers. That's eight. Did you include Dak? Not including Dak. Oh, okay. It's eight. eight. Okay. No, I didn't. I'm at eight. Um, I would include. See, um, man. see
1: where are we like russell i probably would take Derek Carr over russell right now it's close probably it's
0: close. i would agree with that but, and then um i'd probably still put stafford ahead of him
1: okay like that's a matter of preference but okay
0: i mean i put kirk Cousins yeah, ahead of him i'm with
1: that okay so that's 10 guys right there
0: 10 jalen hurts okay it's 11 i don't think um, i think the buck stops there i mean you could make you could fucking make the con- a conversation for Geno smith and jared Goff right now excuse me um <laughs> look what i know doing. i know
1: but look like Derek doing. Carr, historically i mean that's i know historically that we were getting into an argument about that earlier but when it comes to fantasy and it comes to quarterbacks i mean it's definitely applicable you know
0: Okay. All right. So you're putting in about that twelve, yeah, 13, 12 thirteen range. range. Right. And
1: then depending, like I think he can be better than Tua, can be better than Jalen Hurts, can be better than Matt Stafford, can be better than Kirk Cousins. So like that's that's top besides Mahomes, yeah. That's top yeah, that's top or seven or eight. So all right, good conversation.
0: I don't see it, but hey, you know what? you if you're gonna stand by it, stand by it. I'll I'll let you have that one.
1: I'll stand by it because now I have more confidence in Derek Carr going forward, especially after seeing that performance from Josh Jacobs, because now that they have a running game and everybody's like, oh, Josh McDaniels, the passing game wizard, who's going to put this fantastic offense together. Like, you can't not have a run game. Like, so now that Josh Jacobs actually contributing and not taking 30 carries in the Hall of Fame game, uh, yeah, I like that. I like that. So it's a good sign of things to come yeah. for the Raiders.
0: You know, that's a guy that, once again, I just – if you went zero RB strategy and you took him in like the third or fourth round, once again, reaping the benefits. I mean, it's a guy that everybody every year just writes off. Josh Jacobs isn't going to be good. Josh Jacobs isn't going to be good. And he just continues to produce every single week. He continues to continue. Last year, it was kind of on and off for Josh Jacobs, but
1: this year, I mean, he's he battled mm, injuries. Yeah. And that was the turf toe. That was something hard to come back from. Uh, As, as we go down the list, we move on to the running backs, uh, James Robinson. So, James Robinson scored two points. Travis Etienne scored three points. What are we thinking about this Jack's backfield? I mean,
0: I think James Robinson is the guy I prefer going forward. As a Travis Etienne owner in about two, three, maybe four of my leagues, I'm really hoping that this is the week that Travis Etienne turns it around. They play the Texans. They're giving up the the most fantasy points to running backs. If if there's going to be a week where Travis Etienne – cements himself as a viable flex maybe rb2 option this is the week james robinson had his fumble issues last week um and and i still think james robinson's is is a very good running back but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep sticking by travis Etienne. i mean eventually it's got to work out eventually one of these he's too good he's so explosive he has the looks in the red zone too eventually he's gonna break yeah all
1: right but james robinson is so good too like i mean he can't burst it onto the scene as a seventh round running back and was a top three, I think he finished top two in fantasy um, his rookie year. And then he puts up a solid year last year, um, despite all expectations. And, I mean, we keep just wanting to put this motherfucker away because he was a seventh-round pick. But, I mean, from what I've seen so far, Travis Etienne is not an effect. I think it was more so the injury. okay, that's fair. Well, I I do feel like there has not been a belief in James Robinson just because of the late-round pick. Like Travis
0: Etienne, he's a first-round pick. They're, like, right, and, and he was out all last year, and people were hyping it up, oh, he's going to be back with his college quarterback. The hype has been there around Etienne. The hype has not been there for Robinson, and he's just slowly but surely still done better um, than, than My Etienne. biggest hope for Travis Etienne going forward in the season, and what I think his
1: ceiling is, is that he splits work with James Robinson, and he gets mo- the majority of the passing work. And he can be a flex option if that's the case, but he's not going to be the RB one. Very true. All right, let's move down the list. Uh, We already mentioned Jonathan Taylor scoring two points; he's going to be out the next couple weeks. That sucks. Uh, Greg Dortch, uh, super hot ad in fantasy over these past few weeks, well put up a solid two points. So
0: that's a dud. Yeah, I think the Greg Dortch experiment's probably all but over. Um, I know Hollywood's still there, and he's getting the ball. Rondell the Moore looks got looks, looks now back, he's back. Rondell, Rondell, yeah, Rondell coming back from injury definitely hurt Greg Dortch. And, um, you know, before you know it, Hopkins will be back. So once those three guys are back and healthy, I think Dortch is pretty much just going to be off the radar. But good story, you know, for a couple of weeks, yeah. for sure. And also, uh, Kyler seemed to get some chemistry with Zach Ertz on Sunday,
1: uh, which was good to see. So, did, yep. I mean, if Ertz, Rondell Moore... Hollywood and then you get D Hop back. I mean this offense could be as dangerous as I claim they were before the season started. <laughs> number two offense. Yeah. <laughs> James Conner has been dog shit this year. Uh all right. As we move down the list, Amari Cooper scores two points. Um I'm not too concerned. He still is at the number one wide receiver clearly in Cleveland and Jacoby can throw the ball. He can make I mean Amari's performed spectacular so far this year. Uh Gabe Davis puts up another stinker of a performance at three points pretty sure i saw today that he has the fourth least targets per route run in the league right now um which is not good i do
0: think this is a lot of his ankle because he was a game time decision for both these games well and the the elements the elements this past week i mean you got to take that into consideration for Mm -hmm. sure like there's there's people trying to say that isaiah mckenzie is going to be the number two and i it's, well and that's because crowder mm-hmm. is is out now and he's gonna jump into that slot guy on 85 to 90 percent of the snaps yeah, probably i mean he's gonna be i i have isaiah mckenzie in like five of my six leagues off the waivers
1: um i'm a huge fan he was like there was so much preseason hype for him coming in and it was like is it bullshit or not bullshit it seems to be not bullshit so but gabe davis no, I still have faith. Like, I, I mean, this is such an electric
0: fucking offense. Yeah, I think he'll be OK. I th- I, but I think he him and, and another guy, I don't know if you have him on the on the list, Devontae yep. Smith. Um, Those two guys, in my opinion, are the exact definition of boomer bust. Like you're going to get your big weeks out of them, but then you're also going to have your weeks of two or three points. And, and that's yeah, what we're seeing. classic
1: Tyler Lockett, you know. Uh, But yeah, Gabe Davis puts up three points. We already mentioned Allen Robinson putting up a stinker. Uh Terry McLaurin, we've talked about him. Uh he got four points. Um ugh, I I'd still think he's the wide receiver one, and I still do think he's the wide receiver to roster in fantasy. Curtis Curtis is a dog, and he will he's also a starting wide receiver in fantasy right now. But season long, I'm still taking Terry. Like, I mean, eventually the focus is gonna shift towards Samuel a little more and then they'll like it'll shift off Terry and then I mean Terry's just so good, man. Also, I have his fucking jersey. So
0: <laughs> we'll see. I mean, it's just like one of those things where so far, I mean, Carson Wentz has definitely had more of a chemistry with one guy over the other, and that guy's Curtis Samuel. And the way they're incorporating him in the backfield, like I said, they're making a a point to get him the ball. Kind of like Sam Fran's doing with Debo. Maybe not to the same extent but they're they're making it a priority he's built just like Debo. like i mean so yep. uh drake london puts up
1: a stinker of four points um i mean kyle pitts also kind of stunk this week um, the falcons is there any wide receivers or receivers to receiving options to roster in atlanta besides kyle pitts and what are you doing with kyle pitts right now
0: I mean, Drake London, yeah. I would absolutely have him on my roster. I'd probably be starting him every week really? as a wide receiver three flex option. Yeah, I think I think that Drake London's absolutely I, – I think he's burst on the scene, and I don't think he's going anywhere. He's such a physical presence um, that I don't – I mean, you have to get the, th- that guy the ball. Same thing with Kyle Pitts. I, I, like I said, this is the week. Kyle Pitts will score a touchdown on American soil for the first time this week against the Bucs. Um, outside of those two, as far as receivers, what are you going to get? Zacchaeus? No. I, I, th- those are the two main guys um, in the Falcons offense that, that are still going to be the focal yeah. point. And I, I do overall agree with you with Drake London. I just, I'm just i really touchy,
1: touch and go about rookie wide receivers, um, unless his name is Jamar Chase. Uh, but yeah, I, 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 he's performed spectacular so far this year. Uh, Devontae Smith, we already mentioned him. He puts up five points. Definition of boomer bus. He had Week like this two weeks ago, and then he went off, and now he's back to five. And then he had zero points. He had zero points week one yeah. against the Lions. And then everybody's like, oh, Devontae Smith's not going to do shit this year. Yada, 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 but Jalen Waddle, I think this is an interesting discussion, man. Six points, and I, I'm i scared. I just traded for Jalen Waddle in the Duck League, and I'm scared. Like, I, he didn't, Tua didn't seem to, or not Tua, uh, Teddy Bridgewater... If he plays a significant amount of time over Tua, which it's looking like that's going to be the case,
0: I mean, he didn't seem to look for Jalen Waddle very much. Well, I don't think any of the wide receivers really had a... I mean, Tyreek had his most but had still, like there were... Some like throwing. over
1: 100 yards.
0: I, I think that both wide receivers are taking a hit, though. I don't think Waddle's just the only one. I think Tyreek's also going to probably be a wide receiver, too. Um, on most teams. I don't know if he's going to maintain that wide receiver one mark where he's been so far this year, just because of the dip in quarterback. And they're going to, I think they're going to be more run heavy. I think you're going to see a lot more of Chase Edmonds uh, moving forward and Raheem Mostert. I
1: think that Tyreek Hill is still a uh, number one option. Because um, Tyreek Hill is Tyreek Hill. Like he's going to get open for any quarterback, in my opinion. And I think, I think he's still the number one. No, option. I think he's still a number one wide receiver in fantasy. Is. I still think. Yeah. And, I think Waddle is... I mean, right now, after what we saw, borderline wide receiver two material. Possibly. I mean, that's what we could be looking at right here. And it's...
0: Yeah, I think he drops down to that wide receiver two, wide receiver three um, ranking. And I'm and i I'm still sticking by it. I think that, that Tyreek drops down to that wide receiver one, maybe. Let me look up... And then wide receiver two. Let comes. me
1: find what he did in uh, Thursday night's game. Because I'm pretty sure...
0: He, no, Tyreek. 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 had a really good game, but yeah, ten I just, catches, 160. Yards. I, I wonder how that's... Yeah, but I, how much of that was after Tua? I I don't know, and I don't really feel like looking up those statistics <laughs> right now. Um, but I I I still think both of these guys' fantasy values are yeah, taking a fair. hit.
1: Overall, they are.
0: I still, but I think I think the one person that could benefit in the passing game is Gasicki. I think Gasicki could. Eventually, work his way up into that tight end one category um over the next yeah of and i mean right now tight end is such a crap shoot like i mean when the uh, when the
1: rankings come out for the, like to you can try game. to say like oh so and so's tight end five tight end four right now it's like all those it's it's andrews kelsey and then there's like a 1.5
0: difference between the like the rest of the tight ends like Kittle will probably eventually move into that category. I still like Zach Ertz. You know, we were talking about the target share that he got this past week as well. Um, but outside of those four, it's like, man, it's slim pick. I mean, Kyle Pitts has had a down year so far. Goddard's been Dolce solid. Goddard's been solid. I think Schultz will eventually, once he gets fully back. Um, I know he was back this week, but I don't think he was at, at full health whatsoever. So I think he could end up getting into that category. But yeah, it's, it's tough sledding for sure when it comes yeah, to tight ends. Yeah.
1: Uh, last guy that we got on the duds list, Michael Pittman puts up six points. I managed to trade him to Jaden uh, just this past week because I kind of, sort of saw this coming. I don't
0: think that Michael.
1: Yeah, this is a. Mm.
0: I don't know if it's necessarily a knock. No, to absolutely Pittman, as not. Much as it is yeah, Matt absolutely Ryan. not. I totally agree. I think I think we've seen the last of of a good Matt Ryan. I can comfortably say that. And I think that Michael Pittman, unfortunately, is going to reap the negative benefits from and that. And with, like, I mean, with the stack boxes that they're getting,
1: they're probably, most of the time, and also with with the very little threat in the pass game that they do have, I mean, teams pretty quickly are going to get to double-teaming Michael Pittman. And then you're throwing it to Alec Pierce, Eric, Paris Campbell. Well, it's the tight yeah, ends. Mo Mo Cox, Jelani it, it, Woods. They're running,
0: they're running, they're running like, yeah, they're running like four tight ends out every single game. It seems like, and any one of those tight ends is getting a, a big catch or a, a touchdown every single week. It yeah, seems like.
1: Yeah, I just Michael Pittman is obviously the clear number one in Indy, but going forward in the season, I don't like,
0: I don't, so And this week, and this week he's got Thursday night football against Patrick mm, Sertain.
1: Jeez, yeah, not who just? Matchup. I mean, Devontae managed to put up decent stat line but oh my god if you were watching that game Sertain was locking him the fuck up he was all over him
0: like I have
1: I haven't He's seen a corner
0: do that to Devontae Adams better. in my life like yeah it's been a while since I've seen anything like that no they did the Broncos did lose Randy Gregory so that's going to be something interesting to watch um to see what kind of double teams Bradley Chubb's going to face but yeah Pat Sertain is he is him cornerback one right now and my my he's 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 a top five corner maybe even the best corner in yeah, the league right now I mean, although i mean
1: it's definitely not jalen ramsey did you see what he did last night dude fucking did you see the debo yeah, interview he did not look good he was like yeah like yeah. he was like did you that reporter asked him like did you know uh that it was jalen ramsey like one-on-one with you downfield and he was like yeah, like he started back backpedaling. I don't know what was going on. <laughs> like and he just he was like, I just blew past yeah. him. <laughs> like very casually. Like, oh man, that's Jalen Ramsey's death. Jalen Ramsey's had a
0: little bit of a tough he, he's had a tough he start has. to the year.
1: And a lot of it's because he's Jalen Ramsey, but you know. All right.
0: The expectation. Let's sure. move
1: on to the studs and I start with Jared Goff putting up thirty four points this week. I do think that Jared Goff is a viable top. If you're in an eight-team league, ten-team league, I do think that he's a viable starting quarterback.
0: Yeah, depending on who your quarterback yeah. is. If you have Josh Allen, Mahomes, Lamar, yeah. Herbert, I would probably start all four of those guys over him. You get into the conversation with Brady and Burrow, then yeah, that's the conversation that you can have is possibly starting him and. I'm sure, another guy that you have on your studs is yep, Geno next Smith. Guy up. Um, because those those two guys, yeah, those two guys were the top two uh quarterbacks this past week. Now, both defenses are absolutely they just don't look good. Um, I know we were talking about hyping up Jeff Okuda and everything earlier in the year, but you know, that Seahawks, uh, I mean that that lines run defense is I mean, Rashad Penny, I'm sure we have him too. He he ran all over that uh that line, even and really and truly you can take so many guys from this game as your studs of the week if you had anybody in this game whether it's uh dk who i know went out on the cart to take a fist break um whether it's maybe will will disley uh whether it's rashad penny josh reynolds uh i mean hawkinson the list goes on and on as to guys that just absolutely performed yeah i mean hawkinson put up
1: 41 fucking points this week i mean if you were looking for that yep. breakout game out of tj hogginson i mean this was it i mean and maybe he turns into that
0: tight he end could. Maybe just he after that week
1: that three, week four, could carry you know? him for the rest of the year and hold him at tight end three like he could put up 10 yep. less than right around eight points a game for the rest of the year and he's probably tight end three because of that game so i haven't seen a yeah now I, are, besides travis kelsey i was gonna I haven't say seen it before that's insane like,
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I don't even think Mark Andrews has had a, a big game like that. But yeah, if you're a Hawkinson owner, be realistic. Yeah. Don't expect this every week. It's not going to happen every single week. This week, they're going against the Patriots in New England, a much better defense. Um, so I'm, I'm not How about anticipating this? him having a. If you could get in.
1: a Pitts for a Hawkinson and another piece, would you do it?
0: Pitts and another piece for no. Hawkinson? hawkinson and like Pitts for hawkinson another piece probably not okay i probably hold on i probably i probably hawkinson's hold on hawkinson. done it he showed it so far kyle pitts is not so and, and to think about this man when these lines when the lines get healthy you're gonna have playmakers i mean that line's incredible i've talked enough about that line but you're gonna have hawkinson you're gonna have Swift. you're gonna have Amon-Ra, and you're gonna have possibly Jamison williams that is a star-studded list of guys that are just absolute freaks. So, And Jamal Williams, who we didn't yeah. even mention, who was, I'm sure, a stud this week as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they're, they're absolutely loaded. And, you know, we talked about how bad Jared Goff is, but, like, maybe they don't need a quarterback. You know, maybe, maybe Jared Goff has found something here with Dan yeah. Campbell.
1: I mean, Jared Goff, he is a quarterback. I mean, he has played at a very high level in the past. Like, he's gotten this team to a Super Bowl before. He's been... I think I saw on PFT today that he's been in the three highest scoring games in NFL history.
0: Like, that's. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I remember the one in uh, Mexico with the Rams and the chiefs, like the week before Thanksgiving, that was like a 50 something to 40 something game. And I think there was another game when he was with the Rams. That was also a crazy high scoring game as well. Some of it I think does have to do with Jane mentioned him earlier, Ben Johnson, the offensive coordinator. Um, and I think he's going to be the number. And I agree. I think he's going to be a top three name when it comes to new coaches after this year, maybe he takes on in Carolina Maybe he takes on in Denver because I'm not sold on Nathaniel Hackett, but that's a conversation for another day. But yeah, I think that he could end up I I think that he's I don't want to say a shoe in to get a head coaching job, but he's right at the top. For sure. And such a such
1: a young coaching staff over there in Detroit. You know, I I was looking the other day, JT Barrett's an offensive assistant over there. Like Yeah, I mean Ben Johnson's thirty six. All their guys, all their entire coaching staff is former players, which I think is awesome. You know, and they highlighted that a lot on hard knocks. Yeah all right let's move on uh i mentioned earlier josh jacobs had a monster week 35 points austin eckler he had his breakout week this week we've been waiting for that he
0: has he has yes. risen he has he has risen we've been talking about the rushing touchdowns and he had three rushing touchdowns this week so good on austin eckler and if you're an austin eckler owner you can breathe a big sigh of relief because you finally got a big game from your first Fuck round. yeah
1: and Justin Herbert did look really good passing. I was concerned that the ribs were going to give him a little problem going on for the rest of the year. But, I mean, he threw for over 300 yards against Houston. I didn't watch a whole ton of the game. He did seem to – Mike Williams, yeah, looked, Mike really Williams looked really good. Mike um, Williams looked really good. But this Chargers offense has sputtered at times, so I feel like we will see a lot of more receiving work going forward with Austin Eckler because that has worked so well in the past. But, yeah,
0: I mean, if you're an Austin Eckler owner, you got to feel sigh relief. And after that. a tight end, a tight end, Gerald Everett, man. Gerald Everett has really been performing um, to a level that you can absolutely he's a viable fantasy starter. And, yeah, I would put him in that top eight tight end category Yeah, right I mean, now.
1: he scored, what, 17 points this week, I believe. Um, he's, I mean. Yeah, I know we had a touchdown. Um, I mean, the tight end position is so slim, you know, so – Uh, Miles Sanders, he put up 30 points this week. Uh, Surprising from him. I'm not buying taking too much stock in that,
0: honestly. Boston Scott, Kenny Gainwell, I I feel
1: like those guys could have 30 points.
0: Well, and Jalen Hurts. And Jalen Hurts takes a lot of those carries as well. I don't think that Miles Sanders is going to be in that RB1 conversation when the season's done. I think he might be a flex option maybe back end RB2, but he'll come back down to earth. And I have him in one, maybe two leagues, so – I'm kind of hoping he keeps performing, but I, I'm not banking on it yeah. whatsoever. Uh, Rashad Penny puts up 29 points. Um, I have
1: picked up Kenny Walker in a couple of leagues, and I've just been waiting for him to take over. But I think Rashad Penny might be the lock in one for the rest of the year, man.
0: Well, and and I have him, and I put a lot of stock into him. I think I've got him in probably four or five leagues. Um, so I've obviously I'm a Rashad Penny believer, but. Once again, I'm not going to sit sit there and, and think that this week is going to continue to happen every single week. He had three big runs in that game that pretty much gave him his, his big week. Um, he'll go against the Saints this week. That'll be interesting to watch down in New Orleans to see if he can even get you know double-digit points. I think that he's still going to be RB2, maybe flex option, um, but I don't think that he's going to you know put up 20 do points. Do you think Kenneth
1: week. Walker, like up?
0: do you think he offers any sort of yeah, resistance? I, think, I do. I do. I think, you know, talking about the rookies, I mean, he he had the what was it, like hernia surgery mm-hmm. or something like that. They kept so. him out the first week and, and they, they, they activated him for the second week, but didn't really play much against the 49ers. Um, I think that he is by like week nine, 10. He, he I don't know if it's going to be a direct 50 50 split, but I could see a 65, 35, 60, 40 split split uh, carries between him and Penny. He's just they, they spent too much draft capital on him. And and not to say that he didn't spend a lot of draft capital on Penny, because he was a first round pick. Um, but I think that they, they want to incorporate him more into the offense. And I, I don't I don't know if he's going to be startable in like eight or ten man leagues, twelve-man leagues by week nine or ten, I would say that you can probably start him. Um but I think I think he could be a flex option.
1: I think honestly, I think there is potential for Rashad Penny to be a locked in RB two every week by the end of the year. If Kenny Walker continues to see the limited work that he has this seattle running backs i mean they're always productive in fantasy i mean pete carroll runs the fucking ball i mean that's his favorite thing to do and now without russell wilson he's got to do it even more so i'm taking full stock in whoever the Seattle running back is. And right now, it seems to be Rashad Penny. I've shawed out some offers from Rashad Penny already. I have Kenny Walker in a bunch of leagues. But Seattle's run game, like, I want that running back. And right now, it seems like it's Rashad Penny. So, uh, Moving on, we mentioned Damian Pierce put up 26 points this week. That's nice to see. J. Uh, Jeff, man, he's back on track, putting up 32 points in London. Um, are we putting him back into that? Against yeah. Lattimore. Mm-hmm. Made him look silly, dude. Made him look silly. Yeah.
0: I think, I, th- I think that if you're a J.J. believer, I mean, J.J. owner, obviously you could take a <sighs> deep sigh of relief. Um, but I think wide receiver one week in, week out, I, I don't have any complaints with that. I think that he's, he's the number two wide receiver in the league. Um, I mean, as much as I hyped him up to be a number one uh, in the beginning of the season over Cooper Cup, Matt Stafford is not throwing to anybody but Cooper Cup. Um, whereas Kirk has definitely started to incorporate Thielen more into this offense, which you're, which you're seeing week in and week out. I mean, week one didn't really target him too much, which is why JJ had his incredible week. Um, but two, three, and four Thielen's definitely had, you know, anywhere from like six to 10 targets, I think. So Kirk is definitely incorporating him more into the, into the passing game. Little KJ Osborne here and there as well. Some Irv Smith. So the, the target share has been spread around a little bit more, but Jefferson's still going to take full advantage. And if you've got him against a weaker cornerback, man, he's going to eat him. He's going to eat him alive. Yeah, and he did
1: uh, against a really good cornerback in Marshawn Lattimore. And he made him look stupid. He was talking shit to him the whole game. Like he was.
0: I said Marcus I said Marcus Lattimore. That was the running back for South oh, Carolina. That, yeah, uh, towards Clowney ACL. Hit. Or, 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 or that he didn't hit him. He was. All, they were on the in same South team Carolina. together. My apologies, but yeah, he it was he one of the worst college football uh, injuries I... of all time. I was. Yeah, I always get Marcus and Marshawn, but yeah, Marshawn Lattimore nonetheless is top tier cornerback, and Jefferson had a field day For against sure. him. Uh, another guy with a big week at the wide receiver
1: position, Mike Evans. He puts up thirty points, uh, gets two tuds. That really hurt me. Mitchell had him. Uh, he basically had all these guys on this list. It seems like
0: um, that hurt. I think he's wide receiver yeah. one. I, I think he's matchup proof as well because of his size and because of the red zone targets that he's going to get. Um, I, I love Mike Evans. I think that he's top, might even yeah. be top five, but definitely top 10 receiver in this league. And I think you can count on him weekend and week if out. If Tom Brady can play at
1: an effective level for the rest of the season, like I, I know, like I hate to be the guy who's betting against Tom Brady, but he's just not looked good so far. Like he was forced into passing no, that he many hadn't. times against the Chiefs because they were so far behind. Like and he put up decent
0: numbers. Yeah, with, I think they had like twenty seven or they had like twenty seven or twenty-eight straight passing attempts in that yeah, game at one point. Yeah.
1: And without Gronk there though, I mean, I I agree. I think Mike Evans is floating around that top, definitely top ten, if not top like six territory for sure. Um and Chris Godwin, we mentioned earlier, he did look really good at his return. He's banged up. But if he can stay healthy, it does look like we have Chris Godwin back. But uh, moving down the list, uh, T Higgins put up 27 points um, this week, which was nice to see. Uh, TJ Hawkinson already mentioned him, 41 points. Uh, Mo Ali Cox, after Jelani Woods caught two touchdowns last week, Mo Ali Cox, it's his turn to catch the two touchdowns.
0: He gets 27 points this week. Is there. I remember watching him and I remember watching him at mm. VCU when he was playing basketball yeah, at VCU. Uh, it's crazy to see these guys make that transition from basketball over to the NFL, Jimmy Graham, Antonio Gates, even Tony Gonzalez. Uh, it's crazy, but yeah, it, he, he takes the advantage of his opportunities, especially in the red. Is zone.
1: there a good tight end you feel about in Indianapolis? I feel like it's just going to vary. I would probably roster no, Alex Cox it's, it's, over
0: to once If you were going to pick somebody up. It's, it's a total crap yeah. shoot. Yeah, week in and week out, one of those guys is going to get a touchdown and the other guy is going to get one catch for five yards, and then you're going to be stuck with that. So I I would much rather go after like a Hayden Hurst or even a Gerald Everett if he's still available, which I doubt he is. But I think there's better options than any of the Colts tight ends.
1: Yeah, for sure, for sure. And then the last guy on the list, Traps Kelsey,
0: What's up 24 points, Mr. Studd, Mr. Kinson. But I mean, the guy just continues every week every year to just get i don't know anywhere from 8 to 12 catches and we'll get close to if not 100 yards so it's i i've done i'm done doubting him um no matter how old he gets he's he's just an absolute beast for sure
1: um all right so that moves us on from the studs and duds segment all right man so Without further ado, we hop into the segment that we've been running these past couple weeks, and that is Key Takeaways. And the one major thing that we're going to do is the contenders, pretenders, for Key Takeaways this week. And right here, we have all the 2-2 and teams in the NFL as it sits currently. And if you're listening on audio version... Except for the Bears. Except for the Bears, because I... Like, I... I feel bad. I think yeah. I mean, is it really a fucking discussion? Like, do we have to put them up here just to say pretender? No, we don't. So I didn't include the Bears. I'm sorry. But these are the teams that are up here right now. We have the Cincinnati Bengals. Then we have the, the well, the Cincinnati Bengals who won against Miami on Thursday football.
0: Yeah, let's, let's, go, let's go one by one. Let's, let's
1: start with yeah. the Bengals. Okay. All right. So they won their game against Miami. Got back on track. Their offense looks like it's back in play. Burrow looks like he's he's not getting sacked as often. So are we think contender pretender, man.
0: I think they're a contender. I don't. I don't think there's any, any doubt about it. The Super Bowl hangover is a real thing. We saw that in the first couple weeks. They had that get right game against the Jets, which I know is another two and two team. Um, and and this week's a huge week. You know they're going to Baltimore on Sunday Night Football chance to have the division lead um this is a a very big week for both Cincinnati and Baltimore but no matter what happens I still think the Bengals are going to end up getting into the playoffs because to be honest I don't think the AFC is as good as what it was presumed to be at the beginning of the year like we were talking well it is but teams
1: are losing to the other AFC teams like they're eating each other alive
0: already like I mean that was what was gonna happen right like I mean they're I mean, we didn't see the Chargers losing to the Jags at the beginning of the year. I understand injuries happened, but, like, the Titans lost to the Giants. Um, I'm trying to think. The Colts, we didn't see them being as bad as they've been. Uh, the Broncos, I don't think – they're another the team. The Angles have had think some tough losses not, I think so we, far. I mean. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't think it's – I think it's still a good conference. Don't get me wrong. I still think it's better than the NFC, but I don't think it's as good as what it's made out true, to be. True. Yeah, I mean – taking a
1: cincinnati team that made it out of the afc to win or to make it to the super bowl um yeah i'll go ahead and call them a contender as well
0: what do you yeah i was gonna say okay so we both agree with cincinnati being the only
1: concern was the offensive line and whether or not it was gonna get it together but it seems like they have gotten it together fairly quickly after a couple weeks of adjusting to some new names and some new chemistry so yeah and I mean, T. Higgins looks just as good as he was last year. Jamar Chase is getting a lot of attention this
0: year, obviously, but Tyler Boyd looks like he's back. Yeah, like The one guy that we haven't talked about in the entire episode that I would buy right now if you're a fantasy owner is Joe Mixon. He's still getting the the, the amount of carries that you would want from an RB1. He's just not getting those. those, He just hasn't busted any of those big runs, which are going to happen. And I think that he's also going to get more red zone looks down the stretch um, than what he's gotten. So if you can go get Joe Mixon, I absolutely would get Joe Mixon right now. Yeah, I
1: would, um, unless you're scarred by his injury history, um, like myself, um, I won't be training for Joe Mixon just because of that. So uh, he He has not played a full season in the NFL until last year. I'm pretty positive. And maybe his rookie year. But, I mean, he's... In,
0: I think he was also injured a game or two last year, actually, yeah, too. so, I mean, he's an injury-laden running back, for sure. But, despite all that... Just with, 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 how, with how thin the RB1s are right now in fantasy, I mean, I think he is as sure of an RB1 as you're going to get in fantasy yeah, right now. Yeah, for sure.
1: Catching passes, getting the work out of the backfield. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, the Cincinnati Bengals are, in fact, a contender after beating the Dolphins this past week. Next team that we got <clears throat> is the Cleveland Browns who took a week four loss to the Atlanta Falcons, and
0: I'm gonna go ahead and say that this is a pretender dude i'm I'm fifty fifty on them because it did are we describing a contender as somebody that can make the playoffs or as a Super Bowl contender because to make the playoffs i still could see them possibly i would say playoffs him, like but i would I'm, I, I would pro- I, i'll agree with you i think that they're a pretender as well i think that there's too many question marks and i don't think that a jacoby Brissett team can go to the playoffs i just yeah, don't yeah
1: no and even when deshaun watson gets back i mean we have no clue what this offense is going to look like like I, stefanski doesn't have a clue what it's going to look like i mean it's going to be a whole new thing there's going to be an adjustment period this is not the year for the Browns next year. Like, and they haven't looked good. Their unit hasn't looked good outside of the quarterback position either. Like it's they're running like Nick Chubb has played really well so far this year, but overall Cleveland's running game is not as effective so far than it has been in the past. And if they can't get that working, that. like even more effectively, it needs to be more effective than last year because of your quarterback play. And if you can't get that going, that's, Agreed. that's a problem. So I'm going to go ahead and place the Browns in the pretender category, and you do the same. So, Cleveland Browns are a certified pretender. So, that takes us to our next team, and that is Mitchell McDonald's very own L.A. Chargers. Uh, They come off a week four dub against Houston at Houston. And I will say, not based off the context that they will make the playoffs, but... Compared to the preseason expectations, I do think that the Chargers are pretender. I don't but think that Brandon Staley I, I can st- win still this think team. That. I don't think he can get this team to the NFC or the AFC Championship. And
0: I mean, to th- th- this was a team, yes, that had those expectations, very lofty expectations. But I still think that this team gets to the playoffs. I still think this is. The I think they make the team playoffs in the AFC. They've got a huge game this week at Cleveland. Um, if they win that, they're, they're right on track at being three and two. Uh, I, I, I still think that this team is above and beyond better than the Broncos and the Raiders in their division. Um, and yes, they've, they've really been hit with the injury bug. I mean, let's be real. You know, Joey Boso, Rashawn Slater, all those guys um, that have been hurt so far this year for – the chargers. So, uh, I I still have confidence that this team is a contender and and that this team is going to, you just said like, I mean, the injury bug has hit them, but it's
1: not just a couple of weeks for Rashawn Slater. He's out for the rest of the year. Correct. I mean, it's not going to, there's no help coming.
0: Jamari Saylor looks pretty solid. Okay. He's not Rashawn Slater. Like he's not and nobody. I mean, you're not just going to find anybody that is going to be, but if he can at least perform 70% of what Slater was doing, then you're very happy if you're a Chargers yeah, fan. Yeah, for sure. Okay. I I don't know. It's
1: I really think it all falls on Brandon Staley. And I, this roster is built to win a Super Bowl. Um, it should be, they should be clearly the number one, like a top five team in football right now. And we have them sitting at what, like twelve, thirteen in our power rankings? Like, come on now, dude. Like, that's pretty fucking disappointing. So, Agreed. I'll
0: but I but 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 the ship hasn't completely sunk. Like I don't think that their season is completely done at this point. They're still doing no, too. They're, they're right in the thick of it. And and I think that if they get a couple of things going here and there and they get the wheels turning by the end of the season they'll they'll absolutely Would the you
1: agree though? I think they'll definitely be in the playoffs. I'm not debating that at all. But like before the season started, were you locking the Chargers in almost as AFC championship like appearances or not?
0: No, but I would I would say that I had them winning the division. I will say that I, I did have them winning the AFC West. Um, I just think that there's, there was so much competition between the Bills, Chiefs, Ravens, um, even the Bengals um, that I, I don't know if I really had them in the AFC Championship. I think it was absolutely a conversation for sure. I think that they're still you know, on any given week can beat any of those teams. I mean, they're basically a pick six away from from beating the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Um, So, and I think the defense is vastly improved from last year as well. I still think that that's going to be a a core um, point of their team is relying a little bit on that defense more so than they have in previous years. Um, So I I think that there's, there's they could still make that run toward an AFC championship. I, I really and truly do. Okay. Okay. I'm just like, Hey, I was the chargers were
1: one of three teams before the season started. That was guaranteed to make the AFC championship in my eyes. It was the bills the Chiefs and then the Chargers. I mean those were that was our power
0: rankings, not in order, but those were our top 3 teams. And I still think and, and and I know that we have them lower on our power rankings right now, but I still think that they could get to that um get to that AFC championship. I mean, we the Bengals made it last year and anything's yeah. possible.
1: All right, let's move on from the uh Chargers talk. I'll stop shitting on them. Mitchell, I'm sorry. Uh, we got the Falcons next on the slate. Uh, they played Week Four against the Browns, and they came out with the dub. Uh, we've talked a lot about Atlanta so far. Uh, we don't need to dive too heavy into it, but
0: I think they're a contender. <sighs> I think I think that they. I, I said I think they could sneak in as a six or seven seed into the playoffs. Yeah, in the, in NFC.
1: the NFC. I mean, but that's probably excluding teams like what. Well,
0: so, yeah, the Rams, the Cardinals. Yeah. N- okay. No, I would say I would say two teams. You maybe the Cowboys. You might be excluding the Cowboys out of that. But you could okay, I'll I'll run it down for you. So Tampa Bay, um, the 49ers, the Eagles, and then we'll we'll give it to the Packers. And then you've got the Vikings, the Cowboys, and then who's in that seven? Yeah. It's the Rams, gonna... it's the Falcons it was going to be the saints we were thinking yeah. it was gonna be the saints mm-hmm. yeah it can't be the saints this year so the cardinals maybe um so there's there that spot is up for grabs in my opinion and i think the falcons could could contend and, and sneak in and get that that uh that final wild i'm with it spot. all right
1: we'll do it all right i'm cool let's do it let's call the atlanta falcons a contender because i do think that they will make the playoffs all right let's move on and this should be a sort of conversation. Uh, week four dub against the Rams. That is the 49ers. Um, that extends their contender. Yeah, contender. That extends their regular season streak
0: against the Rams to seven in a row. That's insane. Which is wild against McVeigh. Yeah. Grapplers never lost to them in the in the regular Mm-mm, season. Neither is Shanahan. Real quick with them, I had them in the eagle, them the Eagles and the Vikings as my three teams that would make the NFC Championship. Two out of those three, so and I think that they're still right there. I think that they're probably going to end up winning this division.
1: Yeah, I mean this is a team that made the NFC Championship last year with basically the same roster. Um, you put Jimmy Jean in the same position. I mean, I love it for the 49ers. So yeah, contenders for sure. Uh, Cardinals, they're sitting at two and
0: two. Uh, they catch a dub against Carolina. I think they're pretty clearly pretenders now. I think they're a pretender as well. I don't have this team making the playoffs. Um, I think there's too many question marks on this defense for me to, to consider them a contender. I know that they, I guess, had a great defensive showing against the Panthers, which I think every team does. Um, so I, I, I'm i not sold on the Cardinals whatsoever. No.
1: Yeah, me neither. Car- Kyler looks really confused out there. He's running around with his... Like a chicken with his head cut off, in my opinion, like it's it's ugly. Yeah. And James Conner has not been James Conner so far this year, and it's not like a ton of help is coming. I mean, I know D Hop's coming back, but I mean, I've already been clear about my thoughts on D Hop. So I there's not anything coming to help Arizona necessarily, especially so. on the defense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, dude, J. J Watt, uh, his hop heart stopping, and then I having... saw that. Yeah. Him going into AFIB and then having to restart his heart, dude. The man was emotional in his post-game press con. I mean, dude, he almost died. Like, holy shit. I know. That's insane. It's
0: not a good, not a good thing for the uh, the center point of your defense to be going through that. No sir,
1: no sir. Uh, let's move on to the next team that we got, and that is the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, they came out with a Week Four dub at
0: Detroit. Um, mm, I'll say pretender. I'm going to go with Pretender as well. I, I do like what I've seen from Gino and, and this offense. It actually looks pretty good. Um, but I don't think that they're going to be able to beat out the other three teams in this division. Um, and I don't think that they're going to be able to, to beat out any of the other wildcard teams. No. It's like, I mean, the names on the roster are too exciting. I mean, the offensive
1: line stinks. The defense stinks. Um, I mean, you've still got Locke and a DK there. But – and they, they can be productive with Gino, But, I mean, that's off- – it's, I'm not feeling it. I I have liked what I've seen, especially yeah, their dub against the Lions this past week. But yeah, pretender. Uh, Titans is the next team on the docket. Uh, they had a Week Four dub at Indianapolis, and
0: in the AFC, I'll go ahead and call a Titans pretender. See, I'm gonna call them a contender because of the division that they're in. Um, they very quickly uh, wrote the ship. You know, we we called that game against the Raiders. Whoever wins this game is going to put their season back on track and whoever loses their season's probably done. And the Titans have really quickly put their season back on track. They're two and two. They're tied for first place in this division and it's the dog shit, the armpit of America when it comes to divisions. Um, but they I, I have to label them as a contender because I still think that they can win this division.
1: Okay, well, that will lead me in my next team. Uh, I'll jump down the list a little bit, and I'll go the Jags, because I think they are a contender, and I think they win the division in that they of that the they're, division.
0: I think that they're a contender as well, not only in the division, but I, I do think that they could sneak in as a wild card team. Oh, um, yeah. I, I, I think that either them or the Titans could because of their division, because of the games against the Colts and the Texans that they've got. Um, so yeah, I think that, you know, them getting a win in the chargers. I know that Herbert was, was hurt in that game, but just the way they did it was just an absolute ass kicking last mm-hmm. week. I know they lost to Philly. Trevor Lawrence had four fumbles that he lost. It was in the uh, rain. The weather was just awful. I think that they get back on track this week against, against uh, the best against team Houston. in football right now, arguably. Yeah. You know? So, so I think, I, I think I, I absolutely agree with you. I think that they are a contender. I like, the chemistry between Doug Peterson and Trevor Lawrence. I really like, and it was something that I hyped up earlier in the year as as being something, you know, we saw what he did with Carson Wentz. um, And and I think that this is just a match made in heaven for the Jags and their fans. Lawrence's progression is
1: finally starting. Like it didn't start. It started after urban Meyer left. And now you're starting to see Trevor Lawrence play like Trevor Lawrence. So it's cool. Uh, All right, let's move on to the jets who had a week Four dub at Pittsburgh
0: uh, I'll go ahead and call them pretenders. Yeah, I got to go with pretender as well. Um, I still think that they're a year away. Um, but this time next year, you know, this is a team that I could see, you know, right up there with the Dolphins and Bills as, as possibly being a, a, a contender to win the AFC East. Um, I think that they are above and beyond better than the Patriots. They might end up splitting with them, which they typically do. Um, whenever the Jets have a, a decent team, um, but I, I still think that they are. A year away, but I like what I've seen. You know, like I was talking about the offensive playmakers that they have. Um, and then their defense is actually pretty solid as well. Nobody's really about looks Soss like Gardner that guy. And, and, and I had him as my uh, rookie of the year at the beginning of the year. We'll see what happens, but he's really turning into a, a very good cornerback, uh, even though we're only four weeks in. Lockdown, for sure.
1: I mean, we mentioned Certain looking really good. Him and Sauce are probably the two best corners of football right now. Uh, then you move on to the next team, and that is the Ravens.
0: who suffered a week four loss versus Buffalo. <sighs> they're 14 seconds away from being undefeated. They're absolutely yeah. a contender. I think that this team is, in my opinion, I still think that they're going to win the AFC North um, over the Browns and Bengals and Steelers. Um, and I think that this is going to be a get-right game for them. I do think that they beat the Bengals this week. I think them getting rid of Wink, I mean, that is, like, it
1: has looked so terrible. Um, if that defense can't get it together, man, I mean, what, th- this, this team goes as Lamar goes. And if Lamar has a shitty week, if he takes a week off, I mean, you're fucked. Like, you are absolutely fucked. Like, Lamar is- I'll say is this.
0: Name. I'll say this. I think it's a psychological thing. As soon as they have a big lead and they end up winning and winning res- in, in convincing fashion- all that's going to go out, out the window. It, it's just getting that monkey off their back. For sure. Okay. Fair.
1: I'll I'll call him a contender just because it's fucking Raven. Uh,
0: Broncos, week four loss at Vegas. I'm strongly saying that this is a pretender. I am as well. There's no identity to this offense. They had less than 300 yards against a very bad Raiders defense in which they were down the majority of that game. So you'd think... That with Russell Wilson and those weapons like Judy and Cortland Sutton against a pretty bad secondary when it comes to the Raiders, they would be able to at least put up 300 yards of total offense and they did nothing. There's big concerns with their running back room right now because Melvin Gordon has fumbled five times on 44 carries. I mean, they brought in Latavius Murray. So we'll see what happens there. Everybody adding Mike Boone might want to halt the brakes there because them bringing in Latavius Murray tells me that Latavius is probably going to be taking more of the running back duties. Because a lot of times what teams will do is when they bring in a third running back, sometimes they'll implement them more into the special teams role. Mike Boone's going to stay in that special teams role because Latavius Murray is not going to be doing anything on the special teams. He's just a downhill runner. So I think that he's going to factor in more into this offense than Mike Boone. That's crazy because Latavius was playing for the Saints. He was. He was on the Saints. He He was playing in London with the Saints, and now he will be going and playing for Denver in two days. That's insane. Cause I was like, "Dude, is that fucking Latavius Murray? They must have. They must have signed him because
1: of Kamara. Like uh, the they morning. Did. Yeah. So they had a sense that. And I was like, "Oh, okay. Like I guess Latavius Murray is back to being the Saints. Like, okay, that's cool. And now he's just moving on to the fucking Broncos. Like, dude, yeah. But it tells a day me later.
0: And and not to say Mike Boone won't get some third down work, but I think that this is going to be more of. I think it's Melvin Gordon's backfield, and and I would be ranking him as like a top 20 – running back this week top 25 running back um but if the fumble issues continue they're going to have to revert to Latavius and, and even some more of Mike Boone I and this is last
1: because I know we want to run through these but I think Melvin Gordon is without Javante now is a top 15 running back going forward just because of the usage he's going to get and like I exactly. know he's not as good as he
0: used to be but Melvin Gordon is still good at football like I've always been a fan of cool. And, and, and it's going to go one of two ways. It's either going to be, A, he's going to put these fumbling issues behind him, which I think he will because he's a veteran and he thrives off situations like this. Or, B, he's going to continue the fumble issues and then eventually have to be forced to bench. Um, right. One of those two is going to end up happening. I think it's going to be the former, and I think that he's going to end up leading this backfield. Fair enough. All right,
1: let's rattle through our last two teams here. And they're pretty spicy. First, we got the Bucks, who suffered a week four loss versus Kansas City. And then we've got the Rams, who suffered a week four loss at San Fran. Let's start with the Bucks. What do you think?
0: I think they're still a contender. Um, they're tied for first in this division uh, with the Falcons. I think that they end up winning this division. Um, we talked about Tom Brady now on the verge of being a single man, and I can only imagine what this means for the rest of the league. Um, but I think that the injuries that they've had are starting to be put on the back burner, and they're starting to get these guys back. So I think that that bodes well for Tampa. And like I said, this defense is not as bad as they were on Sunday night against the Chiefs. So I, I think that they're going to have a nice bounce back week against, you know, one of our teams that we said was a contender in the Falcons. Um, but I think that that Brady and the Bucks will be just fine.
1: Yeah. Now that the weapons are back and we saw what it can look like. I mean, even though they did get their shit rocked by the Chiefs, like that offense in the second half did look a lot better than what we've seen like so far this year. Um, at least Tom Brady can't throw the ball to Chris Godwin and Mike Evans. So, yeah, I'll go ahead and keep him in that contender category because I'm not going to be the guy who calls Tom Brady a pretender after he just got a divorce so. lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Last team we, we got is the L.A. Rams, dude. Like I said, suffered that uh, loss yesterday night against the Niners. And right now, that defense is so scary. Bad. That I think I gotta call him a pretender.
0: Yeah, I'm going pretender as well. There's too many question marks on this line, and if a team t- shuts down Cooper Cup, what are you gonna do? Because Allen Robinson has done nothing. We've talked about it. I mean, Higby's there. The running backs have been meh. Nah. I mean, Henderson and Sucks. Akers. I know Henderson had a had a pretty good week one, but like other than that, they have not. And and then they they, they they're, did both have a good week to they're both they are, getting the work. They're both getting the work. That's weird. Like splitting. Cam splitting Akers carries, had two points.
1: Stole. With eight carries, dude. Like, what?
0: You saw Tack McKinley and, and another guy on their defense. I can't remember getting into it on the sidelines. And that's not what you want to see when your team's getting their ass kicked. And Matt Stafford, we've talked about it, just doesn't look good. There were so many throws behind guys that was just un Matt Stafford. Like, I'll give some credit to the 49ers D, but like, How this you, team is maybe it, it's, it's the got elbow. some major problems.
1: What it might think? be
0: the elbow i think it is dude because a that lot was, of the that was a worry that we talked about at the beginning of the year with like pitchers having problems with yes. their elbows in the past like tommy john and and this was a very similar injury and maybe yeah. it is bothering him but the, you know i know mcveigh is a mastermind i'm not going to sit there and say he's not but like he only he can only do so much and right i i'm labeling them as a pretender i let's go look at that's this why they got rid of team. golf
1: and got stafford because he needs a quarterback yep. to run that offense you know so but i I mean not a lot of football people are from like associate with baseball, you know. Like I think that's a general assumption to make and like when you hear Tommy John as a baseball person, like I,
0: I shiver. Like it makes me Yeah, you cringe. know what that means. Yeah,
1: exactly. So that's not a good thing to be surrounded, Matt Stafford. And it does look like it's affecting him. It, so All right. Well, we're sitting at uh two hours and five minutes. We got some solid content in, man. I feel good about that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Excited for this week. Um, this is week five now. We're, um, we're This week will mark over a quarter of the season already done, which is wild to think about. Um, but yeah, I'm excited. You know, I get to get to my first Vikings home game this week. I'm excited to check out U.S. Bank and hopefully the Vikings will beat the shit out of the Bears. So I'm excited. Fuck for yeah, man. I'm excited to see that content coming out on the Instagram
1: story. That'll be fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, stay tuned for that. Uh, stay tuned for an episode later this week. Um, this will definitely it will definitely come out later this week. Um, sorry about last week uh, just got caught up with shit but we'll definitely have our picks out this week definitely have another episode out. So yeah look forward to that but until then,